Hey guys, brand new podcast out today. Real quick, let me run through some dates. The Oddball Festival, uh, 25th, 26th, 27th, Tampa, West Palm, Tampa, and Atlanta, respectively. I am then uh, in Toledo, the 9th, 10th, and 11th of September. Oddball back again, 17th, 18th, and 20th. And call in sick to work show in Tampa on the 23rd. And then I go on the Cowhead Cruise. So if you're in Tampa, get your tickets to the to call and sick to work show on the 23rd. I think I'm not going to promise you, but I think there should be some special guests. Uh, it should be a blast. Get your tickets now. Sell it out. Uh, why do I say that? Like it's on you. It's on me to sell it out. And if it doesn't, that's my responsibility. All right, guys. Uh, today's guest is a a guy I've talked about a lot on the podcast. I've brought him up a number of times. I, we talk about it at the very beginning of the podcast, but he's one of my favorite people I've ever been around. We did a show for TBS uh, with Buna Murray uh, called like Frat Life or something, some p- frat podcast where we started a fraternity for uh, middle-aged guys, and it was a catastrophe, a legit catastrophe. We talk about that up front. And it's one of my favorite things I've ever experienced with this guy. He is legit funny. He's one of my favorite kind of funnies. It's the kind of funny that doesn't know he's as funny as he is until you're laughing so hard and he looks at you confused. Tom Skur is that kind of funny. <coughs> Ari's that kind of funny. Sam Tripoli is that kind of funny. And this gentleman today, our guest, uh, he is a stand-up comic actor. <laughs> I'm coughing like crazy. I'm so sorry, but I'm sick, and I'm getting on the tail end of it, and I want to be get healthy. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Brett Ernst. This is Fuck. It's the fucking shittiest way to start a podcast. No, it's great. What are you talking about? Fucking shit. <laughs> the, uh, no, my favorite, my favorite stories about you, and you have to know this, is uh, when we did that pilot for... Uh, for the real world people. Oh yeah, 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 dude. That was that's great. the be- that's the funniest. That's probably the funniest week I've ever had in my life. It was amazing, man. I, I don't even know why they didn't pick it up. You know, I don't because it was me, you, and Theo. But you know what? I can I tell you, man. And this is my problem right now. I think sometimes with with I'll say television at large is like, have we shot that for the internet? Like, oh, it would have been amazing, dude. No. It would be stuff. It would be uh, legendary. I mean, we had. All right. Here, here was the basis of the pilot. The pilot was pretty much based around you. Yeah. Because you know uh, the whole Van Wilder. You were in college for seven years. It was no. It was based around old school. No, but I'm saying it, the launching, the jump off was yeah. that you were missing those days. That I was a dad, and I was like, and I yeah, was like, missing I was missing college. So we. It was a reality show, but it was reality where me, you, and Theo played ourselves, and we pretty much. Put together another. This, we this, we picked a fraternity. This is, by the way, this is. I'm not even fucking short selling this. I wonder if we could reach out to them and get a copy of the pilot. I, the pilot was okay, but the experience was amazing. Was, it was the funniest thing I've ever been a Dude, part we, of. We kidnapped a goat. Remember the, but, no, there was but, a marine but, that hit the, on, hit the no. goat over the head. It was no. It, it was yeah. Hold on one second. You're fucking. You're doing what my wife does right now. You're you're just telling all the great parts. The part about the so the whole thing was this was a <laughs> bullshit reality show yeah. in that they had scripted it out much like I think they produced the Kardashians. Yeah, no, they did. It was uh, B- Buna Murray. They yeah. also did Real World, and so they had scripted it out, and they were like, "This is how it'll go down. You'll 
meet these guys, you'll get on this bus, you guys, but they weren't like thinking it through, they're like, you get on a road trip, you're gonna, we got this place, we got this farm, where they said we can get a goat from, and we're like, and so we'll pull up, and then you say we need like a, a mascot. We need a mascot, and by the way, so we get, they put out like a casting call on Craigslist, and we get what could only be the usual suspects lineups of fucking disfranchised men. Like, well, these- we had everybody. We had the uh, Hall of Fame karate guy. We had the R and B guy. Yeah, we had the ex USC football player, we had the, the Marine. overweight dad. Yeah, who's the- passed away. Since. Yeah, he passed away. We had the Marine, the wrestling fan. Um, so and remember, my, you know, I'm friends with still the kid Kieran, the one I remember. Kieran, he could do the whole scene from Godfather. That's why I picked him. He could yeah. do the whole boathouse scene verbatim word for word yeah and so we get them but now now with all these guys there are actual issues that they are going through in their real fucking life Mm -hmm. and so they don't have a problem with it like like the guy the the ex-marine legit had ptsd yeah he did like well he used to wake up in the middle of the night he used to wake up and run run perimeters perimeters. (laughs) he'd run perimeters but this is these are all the things that aren't in the show and so (laughs) and so we get on the thing and then and it's filled with booze and i remember them being like we all started drinking. They're like, hey, guys, slow down on the booze. I was like, yeah, that's not going to happen. You've got a fucking bus full of booze. We're getting fucking lit. And the whole group got so fucking drunk before we were even out of the city. I know. And then we pulled up to the wrong farm and stole a goat from a wrong farm. Well, do you remember uh, – well, do you remember the karate – do you remember the kid that did karate? Yeah. Uh, uh, the, chi- the Chinese kid? Yeah, yeah. The one that ended up throwing it up in the in the trash can <laughs> and we <laughs> fucking just were holding him upside down? Yeah. Oh, dude. Wait, wait. Fuck- when he kicked the kid from Philly? Yeah. Do you remember that? Because remember the R&B singer? I forgot his name. Yeah. Um, but he was from Philly and he's like, yo, I don't believe in that martial arts shit. Oh. This was off camera. So uh, I can't think of the kid's name. It was like Noel or something. And and he goes because he tried to ki- he goes I want you to kick me, and he's like no I'm not going to kick you and he goes no you know I'm from Philly I'm from yeah. Philly I don't give a fuck, dude. Remember he ran out of and the guy went flying and he was going. Eh, eh. Remember he was out of breath. Oh, I, I pissed my pants. We go out. We steal a legit goat. We have a house in the fucking Beverly Hills, and then. We don't. Ha- we we throw our first opening party, and we get porn stars and escorts, <laughs> legit porn stars and escorts, and we have a band who shows up. Fucking three right, girls. Well, for the list, is there was one guy that was a uh, he worked at Universal Studios, and um, he works on the Simpsons ride. He's still there, and he's never had sex in his life. So the goal oh was my God, for me guy. and Bert. To, 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 to find him a girl. So what we did was, is we told these women, remember we were pretending that he was like a huge producer and yeah. all these girls, I mean, were just all over him and they're like, <sighs> it, it was hilarious, but he never, he was scared. He ran. He was scared because they were fucking whores. I know. We got legit <laughs> whores. And, and then we got a band that was three girls with tape on their nipples and on their vaginas, yeah. duct tape on their nipples and vaginas who were pouring whiskey down our throats and then... And they were they had a they had a they had a you were naked as usual. I was naked. It was you like, I remember one guy was engaged and he was like, "Dude, I just cheated on my fiance." <laughs> and I was like, "I don't know what to tell you, man." I mean, do you, do you- well, we had some pretty awesome because uh, we go back, man. I meant you know, like when we did the the Young American tour with Mike Young and yeah. Steve Byrne, and 
And there's that picture of us that we took. Remember, we took it at the cap. We were at Leonardo DiCaprio's house for the photo shoot. Yeah. And you were the only one naked. You were because you looked like a boy band. I was <laughs> yeah. like, we need some sort of comic relief. We get the goat. The fucking marine breaks. You still want to? This fucking this show was so fucking good. We crescendoed. We, I mean, we throw a part porn star a party with porn stars. Um, the fucking audio guy comes up to me and he gives me the headset. Someone's getting head in the bathroom, and you can totally hear someone's mic. You just hear <laughs> you. I end up in the pool with three of the porn stars. I think I'm naked. It's chaos, and then we end up the last day. We had like a day function. We went to an ice skating rink, and then we played powder puff. Do you remember when a dude fell the on the, and he and he hit his head, and we almost had to get the ambulance? Yeah. Then we played tackle football against a girls' professional football team, and the girls come out in pads, and and you Brett played played fucking um, college college football. So Ernst has got the whole fucking group of guys, and you were like, well, the other guy played at USC, and there and these girls were talking shit. They were like, yo, you better come hard, and I'm like, you know, you better slow that down. So we were we were playing. These are women, by the yeah, way. Yeah, well, they were all in full full pads. Full they pads. had helmets, everything. We had no pads. No pads. So we're we're trying to play nice, and they're 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 trying to stick us, and they're like, what's up, bitch? And by the way, some of these girls could hit. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you ever watched a. The 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 what you call it, the football with the girls in the bikinis and the shoulder pads. Yeah, it's that. But these girls were a little bit more a little rugged. bigger, a little bigger. And you pulled the guys aside and gave them a pep talk. And I remember watching the producers <laughs> listen to the pep talk, going, "No, no, no, no!" And you're like, "These bitches better leave on a fucking stretcher. We're fucking men. <laughs> no. You know what we can do." And we we were clotheslining well, no, women. Here's what happened? Well, here, what happened was just to recall it. They they started cheap shotting us. Yeah. So it was it, until after like the the first quarter, we we told them. I says, "Listen." You know, they, they want to play rough. It's like, we're, we're going to, we'd already have the pads off, you know? Yeah. Anyways, long story boring. The the biggest bully of all of them came, was coming across the middle, and I just laid her out. <laughs> just, that show to that, this day <laughs> have never laughed harder. At moments, like, just being there, and I remember I was supposed to be, like, the liaison between the producers and the show. Me and Theo were, like, talking to them and then going back into the show. And I remember at one point they're like, I don't know what to do anymore. I mean, the, our PTSD soldier broke a champagne bottle over the goat's head. Yeah, he cracked it. He was just staring at the goat. And we're like, what's wrong? And he just cracked the bottle over his head. And it's silent. He was dangerous because we weren't – we were told we, when he starts running perimeter – because he sleepwalks. Yeah, he would sleepwalk. Don't wake him up, up. He'd get up in the middle of the night and start running perimeter. And it was PTSD stuff. It we, was re- it, But listen, it was real. It wasn't fake. Yeah. Because we were there for three days. Right? It was three days? Yeah, we were there for three days. days. Three days. And it smelled... I smelled like goat, man. Because we... Because... <laughs> We brought the. We stole a real. We actually. We were supposed to scripted steal a goat, but we took the it. wrong goat. We st- took the wrong goat from so the wrong we, farm. Then we took the goat up to the hills where the, we had this big house with a waterfall and in a fucking pool, and we just tied the goat up on the tennis court. And the but then we brought him the in because court. there were coyotes, and we thought they were going to eat the. goat. Then we brought the goat in, and the goat just shit and pissed everywhere. It was well. Do you know what happened with that? The kid Kieran, because the the producers were like, look. We were supposed to walk down. But Kieran the, was a fucking lunatic. I know. That kid's out of his mind. He literally... He jumped over the fence and just grabbed any goat and then took off. And, and the producer's like, oh, shit, that's not the wrong goat. And we're just goat, like, yeah. run. <laughs> and I, even the producers ran and we jumped in the bus. The, it was a lot of fun, Bert. I, I really don't know why. that. The, well, I, I probably know why. It was too edgy. It was, it was just... I mean, 
it would have been it it would have been either career ending or career making for us. Nowadays nothing can end your career. Yeah. Nothing can. I mean it was like Isn't the internet great? I love it. I love it, dude. This I love is the what's best time the to be a comic because this fucking industry, man. The all the there's no gatekeepers really. I meant, I mean, I'm not good at the internet stuff. I'm not good at like promote. I, I don't know how to do it. I hired these two girls recently to do everything. Like, I, I just not into the Snapchat. I don't know how to do everything every two seconds. I don't. I feel like it. I feel like it, it infringes in your life. Like this podcast is good for me because I don't mind doing it. I kind of enjoy it, and I and. It's like you. Like, I get to hang out with you for an hour and a half when we would never do that normally. Right. Like, it's, our lives are too busy or we're on the road. The last time we, we, we were together was Christmas, like, three years ago, right? When was we, that it? When we did the Paul and Young Ron show, the Christmas thing. It was me and you. Yeah. And then, because Anthony Fasano was still with the Dolphins, because we I was hanging with him that Holy night. Holy shit, was that? And then my buddy Jake and Vinny, and then I took you out to my friend's club. <sighs> I remember that. You remember when we went to the strip club? Yeah, well, that's my buddy's club. Yeah, and then and I'm the keeping girl? it. I'm, I don't want. I don't know what I, I can say. Fuck. You know, you can, yeah, you can yeah. say. Any, I say everything. We went to a strip club, and I ju- and I just started doing Bert the Conqueror. It was the second season, and one of the strippers said, "My kid's show is your favorite show." She goes, "Do you mind if I get a picture?" I was like, "I don't give a shit." Well, no stripper gets a picture with their kid's favorite person with their stripper outfit. So she went and got changed, and then like three other cha- guys, girls got changed. And you came up, and you're like, "You're the worst person to go to a strip club with." They're all fucking putting on street clothes take a picture with you and i was like <laughs> well it was hilarious too is like because your show was on later yeah right where yeah. Nick, and she's like when i get off get off of work it's like why are your kids up that was a fucking crazy fucking night no it was good man you met my you met a couple of my boys those man. i'm telling you and those when we did the young american comedy tour that was some of the funnest shit i've ever it was, done it, it, was, it was me you sebastian maniscalco steve Byrne. um you were my uncle's favorite comic Remember me? My uncle came down because yeah, he used yeah, to run the steel, the, had the steel pier, the games over there. And then he came down to... Uh, yeah, of course God, I loved do. you. Mike Young. We, did, we just hang out. That was like my favorite. That was my introduction to the store. Because mm-hmm. I, didn't, I didn't, I never fucked around with the store. And we did that. And then, and like we go out and just on the boardwalk and we'd... And I think this is very indigenous to like you guys, to like you, Sebastian, Steve... Mike, Butch is like just sit on the pier and just bullshit. Just tell stories. Just shoot the shit. Dude, we had a lot of fun, man. I'll, I'll tell you, the guys that we came up with, um, you know, now it's everybody's starting to do do their thing now. But you know, it's been a long Everyone's, time. Man. It's been an interesting. It's been interesting to watch people's careers develop and change. I said to you the other day. I think I texted you the other day. I was like, we were talking about you, and we're like, hang on, how come? You aren't the most successful comic out of all of us because you're easily kill harder than any of us, and you and you and you are fearless, like fearless. Maybe that's why. <laughs> Look, it's slow and steady, man. You know, uh, I, I know a lot of a lot of comics don't pop until. Did 40s. you did you not want to be on the road when you were younger? No, I just I, I just let. You know, it's weird because when you try and take control of something, it doesn't work, and if you let it take its course, it doesn't work. I meant, you know, I, I will say this. Well, I, I didn't know anything about the business. I just came out here and jumped on stage. You know what I mean? I mean, I was doing comedy in Florida, but I just things just progressed. Like I, I, I remember I couldn't get a manager. I, well, everything has always been late for me. Really? Anyways, yeah. Like I, I, I graduated. Co- I had to go back to college uh, late. You know, um, I graduated late. 
uh, got a manager late. Like, I remember sitting at the comedy store and everybody's like, how the fuck don't you have a manager? And I'm like, I don't know. And then I just... But you're not one. someone that... You're not... Like, one of the things that drives me nuts in this business are guys that, like... And, and there, some of these guys are my friends. But guys that know every agent, every manager, and are jockeying way earlier than they should. Like I said, man, I, I this is what I realized, Bert. And... I, the industry doesn't pay my bills. The pe- like the people buy my tickets. Yeah. I don't have a narrative. I'm not a conservative. I'm not a liberal. I'm none of that shit. You know. I'm not going to protect. Like, uh, like not to. Uh, you know me. I, I like the political rants, but I'm yeah. not going to. I want to get off it real quick. But I want to point something out. How many Trump jokes are we going to see on late night television when you have another candidate that is fucking robbed? Uh, done so many horrible things, yeah. and you can't think of one joke. Yeah, we keep going back to what Donald Trump is saying. Yeah, and the thing is, Trump's a dick, but so is Hillary. Yeah, so the, our 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 industry is an echo chamber in a sense where I don't really think that they care about free thought. I don't. I really don't. I don't think they're as liberal and progressive as they think they are. Yeah, because if you have an opinion that doesn't go with theirs, sometimes. They don't want to fucking hear it, and they're going to try and make sure other people don't hear it. But that's not what comics do. We're supposed to just call bullshit on bullshit. Yeah. You follow what I'm saying? 100%. And and that's why I love the internet, and that's why I, I love our community. You know what? Also, is we're friends with the greatest comedic minds in the history of comedy right now. Yeah. I guess that that makes sense. 100%. Like, I, all of our friends are fucking brilliant comedians. All of our friends are the biggest comics working right now. Absolutely. And some of the best minds. And what's even worse are the ones that are sitting on the sidelines. Yeah. You know? And and the thing is, is this is the best time, too, because there's over 200 shows in in production right now. And there's a lot of comics. I, I, think, the, I think that there's a change coming because people have stopped watching television for the simple reason that it's not entertaining everybody. I think I think it's entertaining a select group of people. I think unless you're making television for the flyover states, you know, and you're and you're and Which they're not. I mean, and they're not. They're tr- they're trying to make television for New York and LA. Oblivious to them is the fact that New York and LA are not watching television. I know. New York and LA are watching Netflix and 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 fucking CISO and like, why are you forcing shows that nobody gives a fuck about on people? And then, you know, because it's all it's all it, there's a new term going around. It's called astroturfing, like fake grassroots. Yeah. See, the thing with comedians are guys like Rogan, uh, Corolla, Seba- Sebastian sold out the Beacon Theater seven nights in a row in Manhattan without television. Yeah. You know what I mean? We are. Uh, that's what's great about being a comic is, you know. Is just being honest and truthful. Now, I, I look. I don't care if people's opinions differ from mine, as long as it's coming from a good place and it's an honest opinion. Yeah. Not one that's contrived, and one that's comes from a bad place. When you hear Corolla talk about, uh, you know, Corolla would always talk about like uh, almost like a blue collar uh, upbringing, and then I, I did his. I, he did my podcast, and he drove me home. And he, we're driving home, and he goes, uh, I go take a right here, and he goes, wait, off the street? I said, yeah. And he goes, I grew up on this neighborhood. I said, really? He said, yeah. Do you mind if we go by my old house? And I was like, sure. And they were getting ready to tear it down and build a McMansion. And I saw his old house. Man, that guy's roots are legit. He told me where his room was, and 
I mean, I'm not, look, I'm not talking out of school about Adam Carolla. I'm not going to, I don't want to share something he wouldn't want to share, but I will say this. He did not have a coddled childhood neither, whatsoever. Neither did I. Yeah. And, and I'm lower, lower. I grew up, you know, single mom. That's why when I do his podcast, we relate in a sense where what, what is going on with the blue collar worker? What's going on with like the poor white, white American? Like, yeah. are, are they supposed to be ignored? Yeah. You know what I mean? Where's that voice? Which is a majority of America. You know, yeah. we're all in this shit together. Most people don't come from a good background, but the shows being produced are from people from that background. And here's the, here's the crazy part. They, a lot of these people come from a, 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 a kind of a privileged background, but they're trying to make shows the way they think we live yeah. as opposed to letting people that are from see artists don't come from LA and New York. They move to LA and New York. They come from Chicago. They come from Iowa. They come from Birmingham, Alabama. Yeah. They come from all over. And, and that's where the real art comes from. You, you don't go to school and learn. It's just something that I'm always, I'm always, you know, one of the things that I, I, and I don't, I, I'm hesitant to even say this cause people can try to plug in anyone's name after this equation, but guys who look at comedy as an equation, as a mathematical riddle of like, oh no no, I figured it out. I went to. I'm not saying. I'm not. I don't, I don't want to like, but I'm. I'm going to just say a name of a school. I don't mean to connect anyone. Don't, to don't it. say any name. You but don't like, have to say names. Like I went to Ivy League school here. Oh okay. And and uh, and so I get it. No, I, I I one of my guys that was older than me. He's not writing for SNL. No, I get it. You just get a pair of New Balance sneakers, a hoodie, some khakis. Uh, and, and you just write every morning for two hours of just, uh, just nonsense and not live the life. I want, I want danger. I, I don't want Tom Selleck. I want Harrison Ford. I want the yeah. danger. I want the guy who's dangerous, who fuck, you know, one of the things that when you first heard about Rogan and you were like DMT, you're like, this guy's living the fucking life. Stanhope living the fucking life. I don't, the guys who I see that are really successful these days that are like not, there's nothing interesting well, the, the, the or authentic industry, about there, there them. Are, look, there are comics just like in any business, without mentioning names, that the, that the industry is, is trying to force on America. But here's yeah. what makes – It's like inter- watching me make Chinese food for my Chinese friend with no idea other than looking at the cookbook. Right. Not, look, I don't even know what fucking fish sauce is. What do you mean fish sauce? Like where do I get that? Like the point is when you see these – these elite, these people out of Ivy League schools making product for the everyman. You're like, wait, where is your sensibility? Wait, here, here's the other insanity. They're making product for the everyman, but they're constantly putting down the people that buy their product. Yeah. And their smugness that, look, just because you can write doesn't mean you're smart. Just because you're creative yeah. doesn't mean you're a smart person. In Hollywood, the fact that you can actually sit down on a computer for two hours and pimp out punch out 15 pages and email it over to someone and have papers. That's a big step in this business because everyone needs the product Mm -hmm. and very few creative people can sit down and write out the product every morning. Go, Oh, here it is. Or turn in. Well, when we were talking about what I was talking about, the every man, like uh, I I was having a discussion with a friend of mine. That's, that's a pretty established writer. And, and, and he was talking about how dumb, you know, dumb middle America is I'm dead serious. Like, and and, and I said to him, I said, uh, I said, uh, what, what makes them dumb? Cause I'm not creating a straw man argument. I'm, I'm being vague 
because I don't want to implicate because this guy's yeah. a friend of mine. I go, what makes you so smart? Why? Because you can write a fucking joke. Can you rebuild an engine? Can you fucking knock down a house and, and you know what I mean? Can yeah. you install a water heater? Don't act like and, and here's my thing. I'm not angry. I love because our industry is also pretty awesome too. Yeah, yeah. Because it, it, it's helped in progression and social changes it's as the well. Industry we chose. It, yeah. We like it. And it's just like anywhere, half and half. But it's it, it, so I'm saying there's a disconnect right now with real people, and 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 it's it's showing in the ratings. It's showing like I really think television is going to go. The way of Broadway did. Do you remember, like Broadway back in the day? They 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 were plays and musicals that families went to, and and regular like West Side Story, My Fair Lady, Annie. They told I saw, yeah. I went, to, I went to see Annie, and when I was a kid, I'm saying that they told cats. the story. I think we saw Cats too. Well, what I'm talking about in the uh, you know the 50s and 60s yeah, yeah, when they, yeah, when they yeah, were yeah. really when it was really huge. Uh-huh. Even though they had television, people went to theater. But then it got hijacked. It got hijacked by like. You know the the overly the hippies and and it and it became a narrative and it became which I may support some of their ideology yeah but they it, that's why theater died yeah you know and then people said oh well television ruined it not necessarily because you still had uh, plays that were successful like Cats and. You know, yeah. and, and uh, look good at Jersey Boys. Same thing with TV. The good shit shines through. Always. You see, you find a good show and you're like, oh, this is badass. But television, is be- to me, has become a narrative. It's become a political machine. It's become a one-sided argument. And, and, and again, even though I may agree with some of those arguments, that doesn't mean that other people in America should be ignored. Just, oh, just, and, and that's what's going on. And talking- you're ignoring your consumer. I was talking to someone the other day, and I said, they said something about, like, one of the cities I went to, and someone was, someone was just an L.A. comic, and not not alternative or mainstream, just an L.A. comic, and didn't do the root road much, and they were like, ugh, why would you go there? And I feel like going, because that's who buys tickets to go see live comedy. The point of comedy is to make strangers laugh. Yes. Is, is to make people that do not know you, but you guys share something in common because you're human. That's bringing people together. Alienating... And being like, Ugh, they didn't get well, my st- reference. Stand-ups are the blue-collar artists. We're the plumbers. We're the fucking, yeah. you know. And I'm proud of my blue-collar roots. And, and I'm proud of my, you know, the way I grew up. I'm not, I'm proud of my European heritage. I'm pr- I don't have no guilt. I don't have any of that shit. Yeah. I, I'm, I, I love everybody. Um, yeah, and, I, and I've got no political affiliations. You know what I mean? I'm, I, and I, that's, to me, that's why... I do what I, I don't need to be censored. I don't need to be told, don't say this, don't say this. It's almost what's going on now is they want us to paint pictures, but only using seven colors. Yeah. You know, and stand up isn't meant to be restrained. And it's, and it's, it's meant to be as honest and truthful and contrarian by nature. And when you see comics, when you go to Montreal and you see comics that are simply young and don't know that there are more colors than the seven to paint Absolutely. with, it's so frustrating because they're like, oh, this is the hot new comic. And you're like, oh, no. I, I, you couldn't listen to that for an hour. You don't know that yet, but you couldn't listen to that for an hour. It would get very redundant. And and the, the other thing, Bert, which and the only reason why I care so much is like you know what, what's bleeding into our business. Now I've always fancied myself a liberal. Yeah. I, I'm not a fan of this new progressive movement. Like what what happened in Canada with that with the comedians. One got oh. fined. Another one went in front of a human rights tribunal. What's, it, what's his? Was it? Is it Mike Ward? I, I forget. I don't. I don't. I, I want to say his name. his name right because he got. For those of you who don't know, he made a joke about lesbians. 
that became a hate crime. That was three years ago. Then there's another one that made a joke oh, of, about oh you're right the handicap kid that he made a joke about a handicap. That's, that's Mike Ward. I'm I'm sorry. You're right. He but the point it. is, is that I'm wor- I, I'm not worried about our business because stand up's the best it's ever been because of the internet. So, <clears throat> for instance, <clears throat> back in the day, people only knew who they saw, but because of the internet, uh, the the industry is trying to force feed you mediocrity. But then, like, it'd be like, oh, look at this comic, and you're like, no. The bar's up here because have you seen Bill Burr online? Yeah. You know what I mean? So th- there is a standard. What I was worried about more is the art form being ruined. Like, I mean, and look, people that don't think genres can go away, look what happened to rock. Look what's happening to hip hop right now. Yeah. Just because it's new doesn't mean it's better. You know, just because it's, it's in the future doesn't mean we're progressing. Yeah. And again, comedy should just be unfiltered. Hundred percent thought, and I, again too, I'm not one of those people. that don't think a comic should be held accountable, you know, I, I for think, whatever you say. But blog about it, whatever. But don't try and get people fired from jobs they don't have because you don't agree with them. Yeah, I, I think I've always said this. I, I I got to a period. One of the things that I think probably my weakest point as a, as a comic is once you've been at a network for long enough, you almost like you're like I don't want to fuck it up. So like you you you'd edit yourself. And I, did, and I was like, well, I do not like editing myself. Like, that's making me feel like a liar. Like, when I'm having a thought, but it's a little dirty of a thought, or it's a little fucking Well, you're worried that if the network's... Well, that yeah, that it, makes sense, though, but, man. You don't want to fuck with your bread. And then, I got, and then I just got to the place where I went, no, no, no. I can't do that and keep doing comedy. That will kill me. That will fucking kill me. So I used to say, hey, if anyone disagrees with anything I say, or if you're offended by what I said, come talk to me after the show. Tell me what that was. And let me hear your side because maybe I can grow as a person. Like I had a joke about – I had some stupid fucking joke about getting a blowjob from my wife and it just whatever. It was like grab her by the back of the head and strong arm her onto your dick or whatever. I don't know what it, whatever oh, it was. Or, or, or the sensitive approach where you slide it in her mouth while she's sleeping. And some, <laughs> and, and some, uh, some girl came up and really upset and was, like, and was like, that's rape. You're raping that woman. And I went, hold on. And I – and I, at first I got like my hairs raised up and then some fans kind of attacked her and like, Hey, shut up. You're fucking wrong. It's a joke. It's a joke. And then I heard, I heard this side of like these fans going like, like almost defending you no matter what. You understand it's a joke. And then I went, hold on. I was like, tell me what you're thinking. Cause I want to hear what you're thinking. And then she told me and I was, and now granted it was an older joke. And I went, yeah, like how would my daughters hear that? Like how do like, I'm 43. What am I? No, at the time I was probably 40 or 42 or maybe 39. But I was like, how would that sound to my daughters? How would that? That's a younger joke. That's an immature joke that I wrote as a kid. That's still funny to us. But I go, hey, I appreciate you saying your point of view because now you're forcing me to think about something that I never really put much thought into. Yeah, but into. at the same time, she's also. It, it's her agenda. It's her agenda, and it's not as. Deep as she's making it, it doesn't need to be right. But what's good is you th- thinking about what you're saying now to how your daughters are going to hear you. Yeah, but- and then I, and then I, it got me into a good place, conversation wise, of what am I writing? What am I talking about? And I went, I went, you know, look, I don't need to tell that joke in my set. I don't ever, I don't really tell it now just because it's old, and it's probably something I wrote younger. But like, I was like. I was like, but, I'm glad but I'm you... I'm saying it's not a bad intentional joke. First of all, yeah. if you want to break that down, it's only rape if your wife thinks it is. Yeah. It would be the same thing if, you're, if you wake up to a blowjob. Yeah. 
Like, just say you're sleeping and, you're, and, and your wife goes down on you to wake you up. Did she just sodomize you? I mean, that's... It's, yeah, it's, and it's also like, I listen to this, someone, uh, I was watching these things about... It's just stupid. Shitty uh, reasons, like bad, bad celebrities or whatever, and they had, like, it's just watching it just to fucking kill time, and they had this thing about Amy Schumer, and they were, they were it was like they were taking things out of context, and cr- like, they were like, she jokes... All the time that she wants to fuck Bradley Cooper. And when she sees him, she yells stuff like, I'll open my legs for you or whatever she yells uh, in public when she sees him. And they were like, imagine if that was a man. And I was like, no, that's, you can't do that. No man would do that. And it's a joke. She's a woman. It, the, the, the reason it's <clears throat> funny or the reason it is working is because she's a fucking woman and everyone wants to fuck Bradley Cooper. And she's made like it's and, a fucking and plus joke. She can't hold him down. Yeah. It's it's freaking taught you can't. Yeah, but see, th- this is what happens. This is why you have division, because when you have one side that is so aggressive, you you are only forced now to point out the contradictions. Like for instance, uh, fat shaming. I had this girl telling me, I mean, because you get fat shamed all the time, fucking fat nonstop. <laughs> no, when this woman was saying that why should women be judged on what we look like, and then I was like, well, you judge men. I, I read that women like tall men. Is that height shaming? Yeah. Right? So what happens is when people make a point, you're automatically going the other way. It's the same thing with the Amy Schumer argument. If women are going to say, don't catcall us and don't harass us, but then you're going to yell out, I want to fuck you, Bradley Cooper. Yeah. We understand, because we live in the real world, yes. that men and women are different. We think differently. We behave differently. We're not equal. There's just not one better than the other, yeah. but we're two different things. Very different. That now that's why that and that's why you have this division. That's why you have people that it's it's not so much. Remember, people vote with their middle finger. You know what I mean? People root against a team like not because they hate the team. They hate a fan of that team and they want to see that person miserable. Yeah. So when, when you have people that are attacking one side all the time. It's going to bring out the, well, if this were a man, if this were a white guy, if this were a black guy. Yeah. Because what they're subconsciously not realizing is that they are recognizing a pattern. Oh, you follow me? I heard someone say something about the black lives. I, I'm going to fuck this up. I heard an argument on TV, I guess, and they were saying this killing in Wisconsin, I guess. The guy yeah. had a gun and he was trying to shoot people. And they're like, would they have shot him if he was a black, if he was a white man? And the guy's defense was, well, fifty percent of the murders were committed, committed by black men. Black men only represent. But see, but uh, but, but but whites are shot and killed by police, and each instance is a separate instance. Like yeah. for another thing, that would then here would become the other argument. There's a video where they pull over a black kid and they're going to let him go, and he's and the kid's being nice, and he pulls out a gun and starts shooting at him. Does that mean now that every person they pull over? If when you can think objectively, look at every instance as an instance, yeah. every every issue is just an issue. No party affiliation, no not trying to clump narratives, it. not trying to clump everything because you could say if he were white, if he were black, if he were if, if it were a female, if because people are noticing a pattern, but they're only noticing a pattern that the media and is showing you because it's one sided. Yeah, it's bullshit. And and if you look around, you can't call something and you can't be told something's an epidemic. If it's an epidemic, you're going to know it. Yeah. You follow me? Yeah. The, you always look at the numbers. The percentages add up to – if you look at the percentages of of these problems in America, they're very small. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. Most people are cool. Most people don't have these problems. These are just crazy fucking people that are rattling noise. Like, and look, I get, I get the argument for Black Lives Matter. And then when they're like, all lives matter, they don't, all lives matter doesn't care about all lives matter. Yeah. What they're doing is what I'm talking about. They're sticking their middle finger up at Black Lives Matter. But yeah. then Black Lives Matter is like, oh, we're against police brutality. Then why the fuck are you tweeting about the gorilla getting shot? Why yeah. are you tweeting about a reporter shooting two other people on air? So what's your narrative now? If that's all you care about, then why the fuck are you involved in that shit? Yeah. You follow me? And yeah. they were wrong in both. Like the Black Lives Matter, I don't know if you noticed, there was one with the gorilla and the baby. And yeah. they tweeted, if it was, this is what happens when a white baby falls, in, but it was a black baby in there. It wasn't a white baby that fell in the gorilla cage. Really? Yeah. So they were wrong. But why are you tweeting about it anyways? What the fuck's that got to do with police brutality? Yeah, what the fuck's a gorilla have to do with police brutality? Right. The other one was when the reporter shot the two white people on air. Remember? Did you remember that story? No. There was a reporter that shot two people on air. Um, so On it, purpose? Yeah. He, he freaked out. So they wrote... Um, and the press release was disgruntled reporter shoots two, two reporters on air and then black lives matter. Oh, you notice when it's a white person, it's a disgruntled, but if it were a black person and then it came out, it was a black guy that fucking shot him and it was a gay black guy and they just went on with their, what the fuck's I got to do with the police? Yeah. You follow me? Yeah. So, and then all lives matter is just trying to fucking piss off. Then there's blue lives. matter. How about this? How about no lives matter? How about that? <laughs> Hashtag no, no fucking lives matter. No lives we're matter. all pieces of shit. Yeah. How about that? How about we're all dead in a hundred years? Who gives a fuck? It's, no, it, 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 but I don't like when all the political shit bleeds into our business. When you have people coming to comedy clubs with agendas and narratives and take every fucking word you say and try and make it to, you know, to, to either be against or for. Did you did you ever notice that when you were when you were doing anti Bush jokes like I was in Hollywood you got applauses oh yeah on the road you know you get some apprehension and other then when you go after Obama oh don't do that in Hollywood Dude. that's wrong but in yeah. the Midwest they start or in the South they start cheering I have a joke now um, it's just one of the jokes that you write at the time and it just works now and you'll you'll lose soon but uh, it was uh, I'm voting for Trump. Uh, and everyone would boo. And then I go, oh, come on. You don't want to see an assassination? And that was the joke. <laughs> and so, it was, and then it was all about, like, we deserve as Americans that where were you when moment. Like, if you didn't get 9-11, now you get this one. Right. Like, this is – it's about being American. You get the – that's part of what makes this country great is that nostalgic, heartfelt, like, moment where we get together. You know, fucking uh, – We have a tragedy. American tragedies – Make up America, but with Trump, I mean, well, look. First of all, this this election's a shit show. No, but the point, the point, the fucking crazy thing is, is <laughs> I keep hearing my phone going off. Yeah, you got all kinds where's, of shit going off here. At? Is that um, my phone or your phone? No, my phone's off because I'm I'm a responsible podcaster. I'm horrible. Um, but the the fucking thing that was funny was that I did it in Canada. I did it in Montreal, in Canada, and I said I'm voting for Trump, and everyone booed. And I was like, oh, that's what I want. Yeah. I want them to boo so I can go, oh, come on. Yeah, you there's a reversal. It. Yeah. I did it in uh, in Syracuse last week. Got applause. I, I did it in Phoenix last week, and it got an applause break. 
I'm voting for Trump, and I couldn't get them to stop. And I was like, you're not going to like what I have to say next. (laughs) (laughs) See, that would have been awesome. Did you get it on tape? (laughs) Yeah, I was like. Now, Now, imagine if you did that with Hillary. What do you think would happen? Well, I mean, I just think. No, like, I think Trump's funnier, but I'm saying if you did that with Hillary, uh, in, in, what in do you think would happen? They would have lost their fucking mind. They would have loved it. I was like, I'm voting for Hillary. Boo. Come on. You don't want to see an assassination? They'd be like, no, I'm yeah. saying if you would have done that in Canada, they would have – you uh, literally what, – what do you think might have happened if you did that? If you did that in Hollywood. I'm voting for Hillary? Yeah, and then everybody cheered, and then you said – Oh, they'd boo. they'd boo. They would not only boo you, they would probably... Fucking walk out. Oh, yeah. come on, you don't want to see an assassination? They're like, oh, whoa. Are you talking about killing a woman? Yeah, that's but what I mean. But you say it about Trump, a white man, and everyone's like, yeah, they're probably going to kill him. But see, Trump's funnier. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I, I got to say this for you, man. You know, I, you said you guys, were t- you guys were talking about me. Um, you got to be... Because everybody thinks that I'm... I, I'm a good storyteller on stage. You're one of the best storytellers I've ever seen. But you, I got to tell you, bro, you're shit fuck, man. No, 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 no. You're in the pocket. I mean, I'm, I'm paying you a compliment. Oh, I appreciate it. I've never seen, I've never seen you. I, I've never seen anything like that, man. It's fucking no, phenomenal. You, you told a story, <clears throat> but you I have, think, for you, one of Ari's storytelling shows, maybe. Was it Ari's or what, did you? I, with the what, axe? What is it? I forget which one, but I was like, I was like, motherfucker, this is... I was like, I'm not paying the right respect to the story. You slowed it down. I think we did it. I can't remember where we did it. I think we did it at the improv together. But maybe. Yeah. But getting back to you, uh, no, the way you stay in the pocket, man, it's fucking oh, strong, well, dude. Thank you, man. I appreciate that. And, and, and the personality behind it. Like, sometimes I come off a little angry. See, people always wonder why I, I talk aggressive. Is I used to stutter really bad. Do you, did you really? Yeah. Like, you, you, you'll pick up on it every now and then. Now that yeah. I'm talking, I'll probably do it. So I end up talking. I talk aggressive sometimes so I don't stutter. You know what yeah. I mean? And everybody always thinks I'm angry, too, because, you know, that my eyebrows weigh, like, fucking 90 pounds, and I'm, and I'm yelling all the time. Uh, you do have strong fucking eyebrows. <laughs> But when you're on stage, dude, it's it's fucking great, man. I mean, because it's fun. When you tell stories, it's fun. Your story about fighting the black dudes was hilarious. Oh, that was fucking getting jumped. That was a fucking. But that was Florida, man. Like, like people people don't realize we. I think me and you grew up in a uh, in like a in like a like a twilight zone period of this world that no one. I always compare this. South Florida in the '80s and '90s yeah. was like. That moment when Brooklyn was in the fifties, and you know when it it was it was a great time. I mean, the hurricanes were killing it. There was drugs. If you ever see Cocaine Cowboys, it was yeah. just a weird time in Florida. It was the first period. time for me that you'd go somewhere and no one spoke English. Like going down to Miami and you'd pull in to get gas. And well, that's where I lived. I lived down there. Yeah, and I remember going there from Florida and pulling in to get gas. And being like, hey, can I get a... And the guy's like, I know about us in English. And you're like... You know what's crazy? We were in Florida State. You were in Tallahassee at the same time, too, you know? Yeah, yeah. We had uh, mutual friends. Uh, you were friends with... I remember Enzo. Remember Enzo? Yeah, Enzo Armala. Yeah. Um, uh, Enzo. And Jesus. And yeah, Andres. Jesus. I remember, I remember... Matt Plato. You know, Matt, the tight end. And- yeah. And I, I knew all those guys just from... We'd all gone to freshman year together. And I just had hung, I'd met them, and we just kind of every time I'd see them in events, they'd come in with a big fucking python to like Beach Week or, or whatever Spring Weekend was. I, I liked those. Enzo's wasn't Enzo the one that did the karate chop, the the tomahawk chop when he blew out his knee. I think so. Enzo, I think so yeah. Was, if yeah. you guys, if any Florida State fans, 
Enzo, his I think senior year or junior year. I'm not uh, an FSU fan. I mean, they're my second team. Who's your number one? Canes? Yeah, all day to you. <laughs> but uh, I used to bounce at the moon. Yeah. On Saturday, I bounced at CPA on Wednesdays, and then I was at the moon on Fridays, Saturdays. Then I would do Wednesday nights at the moon sometimes, too. Really? Yeah, my buddy Jason Bergeron used to work the front door. Do you know Jay? Uh-uh. At CPA, and my other friend, uh, Brett Milgram, a short I know stocky. Brett Milgram. How do I know Brett Milgram? Yeah, he used to have the shaved head. Yeah, that's my best. I'll show you a picture. You'll know when you see him. That was my one of my best friends from high school. He got caught selling dope. Dude, listen, I only was up in Tallahassee just to... Uh, Make money, man. Like, I, I wasn't going to school. Yeah. So I, I was, at the time, I was just a kid. So I was you know, you? doing fake eight, uh, 19, 18, 19. 18, 19. Yeah. You, the, where you, you grew up in Fort Lauderdale or Miami? No, I grew up in Jersey. Well, I moved, I went to high school in Fort Lauderdale my freshman through senior year. Okay, that's right. Plantation. Where's my fucking phone? I hear it buzzing. Is it coming off on your computer? No, it's, it's got to be. Is it in the couch? It's got to be in the fucking couch. I hear it buzzing. And I'm like trying to get it to stop, but I can't fucking. Fu- oh, here it is. Okay, so wait, you grew up, you grew up in Jersey. Yeah, I, I was born in Jersey. I went to, I moved around a lot, man. And then you, you guys moved down to South Florida. What brought you guys down to South Florida? Well, shit happened, and then uh, with my with my father and everything, and then my mom was like, she wanted to be closer to my grandparents who had retired, and they lived in Hope Sound. And then we were living in that area for a while because I, I like I went to 15 different schools, man. I was always moving. Seriously? Yeah. So, uh, and then my mom, we, you know, my grandparents helped raise us too because my mom. What were you like as a kid? Were you were you always good looking? Oh, uh, no. I mean, I wouldn't even. I don't know. <laughs> That's a weird question. Dude. Like no, but like that just like, threw me off. I thought you were gonna ask me if was I always in trouble. No. Were you like like when you get like I going for to a new school for me was tough because I was like. I never went to new schools, but I was, you know, I'm not the most attractive. I was guy always, I was always getting in fights. Really, I fought a lot, yeah, as a kid, and as an early adult. Really, yeah, I was always. How many that. fights do you think you've been in? I mean, honestly, I, I couldn't tell you. I talk about this on stage. I go, I couldn't tell you how many fights I've been in, but I've got about 19 strong losses. <laughs> Like fucking epic. Got been put in the hospital. Strong losses. <laughs> I got nineteen strong epic losses. losses. Like fucking. Wait, tell me about one of your losses. Uh, well, you want to hear mostly from getting jumped. I got. Uh, you you know, looking for something to drink? Yeah. I don't know what we have. Check in there. I got in hit, the other but, fridge. Uh, will, this, will this move yeah, on? It'll, it'll, it'll go. You want something? Like I don't it's think I don't house? know what's in there. I don't want to fuck with your cowboy Stetson hat. Yeah, this is all my accoutrements from Travel Channel. This is great, dude. No, um, well, there's a few, man. I got, I've gotten the shit beat out. Is there of anything me. in there? Uh, yeah, there's a light beer. Be an adult. What the fuck is this? Stars, moonshine. Yeah, I ain't fucking with that. <laughs> you remember that one night you, we went out in, in Atlantic City and it, we were out till almost six, seven in the morning is with this- the Irish guys. You remember the IRA guys? Yeah. At, wait, at the bar, the guy was missing his finger. Yeah. And was we, this the night Butch's brother punched him in the stomach? Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what happened? Butch's brother died, you know. What? He got, yeah, he was, he, yeah, I'll tell you about that off, but he, he, it was very sad. The big dude. How? He was working on, a, he, he got hurt, he was doing construction, you know, he was a bricklayer, that guy. Yeah. And, uh, you know, a, he was doing a roof and he was doing this, you know, working on, at the Revel and fell, and fell off the roof. Holy shit. Yeah. That guy, that, you know that crew. That was a rough crew, man. Fuck. But I, this Bert was just putting them down. Uh-oh. Oh, wait, you want uh, a good fight story where I got uh, 
Here's a good one. I'll do one in Tallahassee. You want it? This is a good one. Yeah. So, uh, and by the way, you only tell stories where you lose. Yeah, and I've never, I've never, the only story I have where uh, I wasn't 100% on the losing team, this is a really good one. Uh, fuck, let me, I got to edit this out at 4554 because I can't say the guy's name. Okay. So I actually sent his name. I'm changing it now. That's all right. This guy had a was one of my good friends, and he got hit by a girl, and then I think somehow ended up biting her. I don't know. I don't know what happened, but he got accused of biting a girl, and so he had a Charlie Ward jersey on. So he comes over and he goes, "Hey man, do me a favor. Can we switch jerseys?" And I had a work done jersey on. I was like, "Sure. I don't give a fuck." He's like, I want to try out the Dunn. So I put on the Charlie Ward jersey, and all of a sudden, a bunch of guys roll up to me, and they're like, this is him. It's the guy in the Charlie Ward jersey. <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm like, huh? And they're like, you bit a chick. I go, I didn't bite a fucking chick. And the girl, just fucking some drunk chick, she's like, yeah, he was in the Charlie Ward jersey. All of a sudden, my buddy, who's now in the Ward Dunn jersey, just comes up and sucker punches the guy talking shit to me. Just, <gasps> and he's like, what's up now, bitch? I was just like, holy fuck, what a genius fucking move. <laughs> oh, and then and then like he had recruited our other friends to all sucker punch these guys, and they beat the fuck out of these guys. We were in North Carolina. And I didn't even get in the fight. I didn't wasn't even in the fight. I lived in Hickory for a year. Really? Yeah. So wait, tell me about one of the epic losses. Um they, there was a bunch of bunch of rednecks, man. We was at Metropolis. It was like I remember Miami Metropolis. Just, all my friends came up because you know, I, I still rooted for Miami against Florida State. And uh it was one of the wide right, wide left games, yeah. you know. And we're out at, at this bar called Metropolis and you know, all my friends they all they all left, you know, because that's how guys roll, you know. If yeah. somebody's getting laid, nobody's gonna go, Well, we gotta make sure everybody gets home. You know, we figure it out. Yeah. So that place was open at like four in the morning and, uh, and I'm hammered, dude. I got my fucking, uh, I'm just in a wife beater, right? <laughs> I, I was drinking, you know, I was drinking with that night out with Matt, we, Matt Plato, the yeah, tight yeah, end. Yeah, yeah, And, uh, we, we were drinking Killian's Red all night and mind you, I'm not in school. I'm just there. Like yeah. I was one of those losers that went away to community college. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like I'm doing something with my life, but I was really up there. My friends had moved up there and. You know, we had some side businesses going on, so that's why I was there. So, long story born, I had a friend of mine, uh, his, his nickname's Chico, right? But he looks like Prince. So, I'm, I'm, I'm by myself, because all my friends left. Because in my mind, I'm, I'm you know, because, uh, you know, pussy trumps safety. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't matter. At this uh, time... Yeah. It's four in the morning, and I'm I'm like you know I'm I'm going home with something, even though it's just like ten fucking rednecks, two girls, and me yeah. by myself. And I put and I had a dip in, so I put a dip in. I'm standing there, and this kid comes running in, right, uh, black kid, and uh, and you know just for the record, mo- most of my friends are black. Yeah. So the kid runs in. He's like, yo. He's like, yo, yo, and he's all fucked up. He's like, yo, you friends with Chico? I says, I says, yeah. He goes, yo, I'm, he goes, oh no. He goes, I'm friends with Chico, man. And, and he's standing there and I'm hammered. I got the dip and I'm like, yo, what's up, man? He's like, yo, these dudes just try to jump me out front, man. I got no backup, you know? So I'm like, like I'm John Wayne. I'm like, let's do this, right? <laughs> Bert, as soon as I step outside, 
I get fucking leveled. Boom. Right? I mean, just – and I never spit my dip out. So the dip started going um, oh, down goes, my throat. Oh, fuck. Right? And I mean, I'm swinging. I'm starting to swing, but we're just – we're engulfed. It's like 15 fucking dudes and me and this fucking uh, – this black kid that I don't even know. I couldn't even tell you – you know what I mean? I just, in my mind, I'm like, yo, he's friends of a friend. Yeah. So I got you back. You know what yeah. I mean? So it was me and his black kid and fucking like 14 fucking uh, uh, rednecks. You know, I don't even know if they went to college. Uh, but I, be, but as I'm getting hit, I start, sw- I swallowed the dip. Oh. And dude, I just started throwing up, man. I was, th- dude, it was the worst experience of my life. I was throwing oh. up, getting kicked to sleep. I mean, I just got rolled, man. Holy I got rolled. Shit. We got the shit beat out of us, man. How old were you? Uh, 21. That's fucking insane. Yeah, I got rolled, man. That's the one thing I, th- I think that... Hey, Dude, come on in. And you know what's funny is... Uh... is it... Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Um, keep going. So, I, you know, as, as I'm... As, you know, I, I couldn't tell you who the guys were. You yeah. know what I mean? I couldn't tell you. There was one I kind of remembered, you yeah. know? But my friends kept fucking with me going, yo, I, I seen some dude, you know, that's all fucked up. I think it's him, like one of them. And yeah. I was looking for him for like a week. That was the fucked up thing in college is when. <laughs> but I one... wasn't in college. I was just in Tallahassee. <laughs> I remember we got into a fight at Yanni's one night and uh, right after the Rodney King verdict. And these guys were like bowed up just face-to-face, and half of them are my fraternity brothers, and the other half are Lambda Kai's. And I just walked up, and I was like, can't we all just get along? And, whom I got hit so fucking yeah, hard. you can't do that. <laughs> but this is like two days after the fucking he said it. Like, it's the perfect timing. Now it's a horrible joke. But at that time, as I said it, half the room fucking laughed, and some guy's like, you're done, and knocked. And, and literally the biggest fight broke out. But the crazy thing was, we knew who the guy was. Oh yeah. So everyone's like, "You have to, what time do you got to get out?" No, I, I don't. I, I'm okay. getting hit. Uh, um, but the crazy thing is that, like, we knew who the guy was. So everyone's like, "Oh, wait till we find him alone." That's the craziest thing about fighting nowadays, or and, and fighting at all is like the fact that someone would go, "He'll get his." You know what I mean? Well, things were more hectic back then, I think, because, you know, we would thump it out. But even as Florida, you know, dudes were still shooting, man. And, you know, it was a lot of drugs down where I was from, a lot of drug dealing. And, you know, part of the reason in Tallahassee, you know, we we had a group of friends up there that, uh, you know, we had we had Florida A&M covered. We had Tallahassee Community College and Florida State, you know, and. So a lot of, there was always a lot of problems going on every night. What do you mean? Like it was like were you guys dealing drugs? <laughs> we had, no, but we had I had friends that were at FAM and at TCC and yeah. at Florida State. So there was always something going on at that time. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. What what did uh, so there was a lot of fucking problems. I'll tell you a funny story. So I, I I used to wash dishes at Hooters, right? The one on uh, uh, Monroe. On Monroe. And then shut up. I was a cook there, and then I when I would work at the Moon. I had like three jobs going. Yeah. And I also had, I was selling speakers out of a van. I had fucking, uh, I was making IDs at the time, you know, all kinds of shit. So I worked a double. If I didn't work, I didn't eat, man. You understand? I had, look, my whole life, I'd never had a lifeline in my life. I never had anybody 
that I could call and be like, I need cash. It doesn't yeah. work that way for me, which is fine. You understand? It's just, a, yeah. you know, I'm not, I'm not complaining about it. It just, it is what it is. Yeah. So I don't work. I don't eat. And it's still that way. There's no, you know what I mean? Which is the way I think it should be. So long story boring. I, I worked a double. Then I went, I slept all day. Now, mind you, this is 93, 94. So yeah. there's no cell phones, none of that shit. We had beepers, but I didn't call my mom for like three, four days. Yeah. Okay. Because I was always working. She would leave messages on the answer machine, but I get home two in the morning or what's you know you. So I'm at work. I'm at the moon, and these two cops show up, and they're like, uh, "Is is there Brett Ernst here?" So the the guy on the mic, the front door. You remember Greg? He worked every fucking door in Tallahassee. He was this big, Probably. stocky redneck dude. He yeah. used to work Stetsons on Friday. So. Uh, so, the, the, you know, is there a Brett here? So I hear on the radio, I hear, yo, Brett, there's two cops out front. They're asking for you. So in my mind, I'm thinking, what, you know, what am I doing? Like, what, what are they here for? Because I had yeah. a couple things going on. So I walk down the stairs and I go through the side door and I start walking really fast to my car to get the fuck out. Right. Yeah. So as I'm walking fast, because in your head, it could be the fake IDs. It could be a fight. It could be, it could be well, anything. 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 Right? Anything. So as I'm walking to the car, there's a cop sitting there, and he's like, hey, hey. And I turn around. He's like, where are you going? And I go, uh, I'm going to my car to get a dip, right? Because yeah. we used to wear these yellow jackets because it was obvious I worked there. Yeah. You know? But he knew. It just the way I was walking, it looked suspect. Yeah. I didn't even see him. So they bring me in, Right. And he's like, get over here. And he goes, where are you going? I says, I'm, I'm going. To, but then he goes, what's your name? I go, it's Brett. And he goes, oh, really? So he grabs me. Like, he goes, come on, come inside with me. And he goes in. He goes, yo, I caught him going to his car. So the other two guys are going, where were you going? I'm like, what, what the fuck does it matter? What, yeah, why, what's I'm going here right on? Now. Yeah, I'm here now. And they start asking me questions. Like, you know, where were you going? Where were you going? So they run my name. They see if I have any warrants, anything. Come up clean. And I'm like, I'm like, yo, what the fuck is going on? You know, this is where I, I started acting at a very young age. <laughs> I go, what the fuck's going on, man? I can't go to my car and get a dip. Yeah. You know what I mean? They go, your mother's been calling the police station because you haven't called her in four or five days and that she was worried that something happened to you. Are you fucking serious? serious? And so, <laughs> and this is, so <laughs> she goes, he goes, she's afraid something happened. Oh. And she asked us to come down and see, you know, see you at work. Yeah. To see if you were just okay and you weren't stinking up the apartment. Holy shit. But why were you gone? Like, they were like, yeah, what? where have you been? <laughs> if your mom's you worried, we're worried. No, they, they, were, they caught me leaving when they were asked. Yeah. So they're like, why were you leaving? You follow me? Yeah. So I'm like, motherfucker. That's why? Because, you know. You called your mom. You're like, I could have got you, fucking yeah, you, yeah, I, I was Let's thinking about Call the fire like, department the next did time. I do? But I didn't even do anything. I just was, you know. Uh, <laughs> dude, I used to have all, when I was, uh, dude, we did, uh, I had a couple, when I worked at Hooters, man, I fucking robbed everything. Really? Yeah. I used to take bottles of Dom. Yeah. There's a statute of limitations on this, you know. I'm in yeah. my 40s now. Yeah. I was 18 then. That, but, that Hooters can't be open anymore. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know, man. It, it could be. But we used to, I used to take the four bottles of Dom. They came in a case. Yeah. I used to sell Dom there. And I had the, the Albertsons across the street. I used to. 
steal the uh, Dom and do it. And deal. then go return it yeah, over to Albertsons? Well, I, the guy knew. He would give me $50 a bottle. Oh, really? Yeah. Shut the fuck yeah, up. And sell them for 80 80 or 90 So when did you leave Tallahassee? 94, 93, 94. I, had a, I, I went down to town. I got in trouble and I had to go back down to South Florida. Really? And then I was on uh, probation for like two years. And then. And that's when you started doing comedy? No. Um, I was working in the nightclub business while I was down there. Mm-hmm. And then if you ever look at the Gold Club scandal in Atlanta, all yeah. that shit. Yeah. Th- those were the guys I, w- I worked with down there. And then oh, really? I had an after hours I was working. And then. Every, shit started happening again, so I, I I actually went back to college to avoid a case almost you know, really? that I thought I was going to be involved in, but I wasn't. And then I what went, was it? What kind of case? Well, there was a bunch of like, I mean, look th- at that time. Because the Gold Club was a credit card scam, right? No, Gold Club in Atlanta. If you guys are listening, look up the Gold Club scandal. What was that? They were. I could talk about it because it's all public knowledge. Yeah. It doesn't matter. I a lot of the guys that I worked for there were you know they were pretty shady dudes you know in a couple of Italian American organizations. <laughs> so when there was a lot of things going on back in back then ninety three ninety four yeah um they started assuming that people that worked there were involved in that shit which you know we we just worked there yeah you know and um. Someone had to park cars. Someone had to fucking do dishes. Yeah, someone yeah, had to I, hang I up used coats. to work the front door. Someone I had was to pull, a guy in the yeah. suit that greeted you. You know what I mean, and then uh, and then I had an after hours. I was I was working at two for you know a couple weeks, and and then I had an opportunity to play football again. Man, some guy came in, and they actually were asked, hinting for me to go up to Atlanta and, and do the Gold Club because they were going to open the Gold Club up there because yeah. this was a club they had down in Florida. And a buddy's like, "Hey, man, why aren't you playing ball?" And I'm like, "Well, you know, got in trouble with this, this, this." And he goes, uh, "Well, it's a shame, you know. If you want, I could get you on the team." If you ever want to go back, they would love to have you because it was Division Two. It was NCAA Division Two. It was at yeah. uh, CW Post in Long Island. So I saw where this shit was headed, and I'm like, you know, but I was making good money back then. Yeah, I mean, I was making about at that time. I was making close to about eight hundred a week cash, and I was still living at home. Is it hard to? Is it hard to switch speeds as someone who's never had a lifeline to go? I'm. To go from making cash back to school where you go, this is going to be fucking um, rough. You know, it's it's one of those things where as you grow as an adult, you uh, you start you start to realize that your, your, your philosophy, my philosophies on what a man was, was developed at 10. Really? Yeah. Because, you know, when you're raised by a single mom, you, you're like, all right, what's a man? He's got to be good in sports. He's got to fight, be able to fight. And he's got to be, uh, he fuck a lot of women. Then when you start hitting your 20s, 5, you start to realize that that's not what a man's about. And then you spend the next fucking 10 years breaking all those bad habits you created for yourself. Really? But at that time, I was always playing chess, you know. And I, 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 have, I, and I always wanted to do comedy, but I didn't know what it was. Yeah. You know, and um, I just – I was always around trouble. There's three types of people. You got guys that are around it, guys that are in it, and guys that are about it. Okay. Okay. Define those for me. Guys that are about it are guys that are, you know, will will do time standing on their head. They don't give a fuck. Yeah. I'm a criminal, and you know, and not for nothing. A lot of those guys are good dudes. Yeah. All right. Guys that are in it, okay, are guys that like. 
All right, do it as a comedian. There's a comics comic is about it. The guys that are in it are uh, they're in it for other reasons other than that's who they are. Yeah. Because the guys that are about it are that's just, who they are. That's just comedy. That's how they think. That, that's all I want to do. I don't really care about. It is not so much about the crime. It's just just the type of person they are. You know, guys that are around it. There's some that are in it for the right, but then those are the ones you got to be careful because then there's some that you know will flip. Yeah. You know what I mean? But then there's guys that are around it. And we're like pilot fish around a shark. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Where it's a part of us and we can get involved in stuff but never but fully involved because we're too uh, – you know, you're, you're too smart. I'm too smart to get pulled into that bullshit. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I just saw where everything was going. You know? And then I'm like, fuck it. I'm going to go back to school, man. You know? And then you moved up to Long Island and went to school up there? Well, yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I was up there. And then I was up there for like two and a half. And then when I, when I graduated from college, um, I was only there two and a half years. I, gra- yeah. I graduated academic All-American, man. Like, really? Yeah, college was easy for me. High school was hard because yeah, I had to be up early. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> college was real easy. And then when I moved back down is when I thought, thought about doing comedy. And then uh, I got a letter from this kid. Uh, this Puerto Rican kid, Jose Cosme, used to cut my hair, and um, and he he walked by an open mic, and he goes, and I was thinking about doing comedy, and my mom's like, you got this letter from this kid from the Bronx, and then when I opened it up, and he was saying, yo, you should do open mics. I was thinking about you, and it was just a random letter to get from, and I'm like, yeah. what's the universe telling me? Then I stepped on stage a week before my 25th birthday, and fucking really? 19 years later. So wait, where did you first I'm, get up on stage? I'm at your, I'm in your man cage. <laughs> Where did you start? Miami, in Miami. At the Improv? Uh, The Comedy Zone. The Comedy Zone. Where's that place? It's not around no more, dude. It was 19 years ago. Where was it? It was on, uh, I want to say Washington. Like if you have A1A, the street behind A1A. Okay. And then, because I worked all the Florida clubs first. Really? Yeah. And then for three years, and then I moved to LA. You know know Christian Harloff? Yeah, of course. Very He's from Florida. Yeah. He went well, to school in Tallahassee. Yeah, Christian. Uh, I actually got Christian in the comedy store. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, was, uh, he went to Florida State. The my, first time I did stand-up was with him. My, peop- my three people I got in the store were Fortune Feinster, uh, Christian Harloff, and Jay Lawson. Really? Yeah, I got them in. The, uh, I had such a hard time getting into the store. Like, now I just talked to Adam, and I'm, I can call him my avails, but like... Man, that was. Well, we like, were fighting for you. I know it was Tommy was a fucking cunt. Yeah, he was. You know, Tommy deterred a lot of people. He he was like, oh, you need to work the fucking parking lot first. Fuck I was you. like, I have a TV show. Like, I'm not gonna I'm fucking. I remember. You know what? You remember when I was at your uh, when when was it your Tonight Show or your special? Your first special. You had a Probably, party yeah, at the yeah, Improv. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. First special. I remember that because I came I came down to see you. Well, that was well, you guys. We did the Young American Comedy Tour, and then we did <clears throat> me, you, uh, Sebastian, Steve. Uh, a bunch of us played softball. Yeah, I remember that the home run derby. Yeah, and that's when Ahmed and Steve were like, "You need to start working at the store." And I was like, "I was like, ah." Uh, and then Tommy just was fucking shit about it. And then I was like, and then I just was deterred 100%. I was like, well, fuck it. I'll never work at the store. And then Adam was like, I think you should start working at the store. I was like, all right. So I'm working there this week. 
Good, man. It's yeah. about time. I mean, look, the comedy store is... It's, what's, it's amazing right you know now. What's, you know what's blowing up the comedy store right now is is the internet. Again, the podcast. Everybody talks about it, and people want to find out what it is. Yeah. And you know what yeah, else is people crazy? Have been talking oh, about- I forgot to tell you this. What? You, I, Somebody came to my show. I had a group of people come to my show because they were listening to your podcast, and you were talking about me on your podcast. I've talked about you a million fucking times. And, uh, and they were just by you talking about somebody, they come to the show. Really? That's how powerful the fucking internet is. Man. Oh, dude. It, uh, yeah, I've talked about you a number of times. That that show we did for fucking TBS or whatever was one of the funniest times. Well, you and know then, I had a good time with you was when you came out with me and you met some of my boys. Yeah, we had a good time that night, man. We man, we there was a there was like a, and it was right when I was a young father, I think. But there was like a, a three year period where we were doing a lot together. Remember, I Guido'd your, your kid. Yeah, I brought her the toy. That's such a you guinea remember, move. That was the best. Remember the girls got up on stage with me you and Mike. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, the girls. That was, yeah, Island must have been like one. Georgia was probably three, and I was with How you guys. How old are they now? Twelve and ten. Wow! Get yeah. the fuck out of here. You'll see Georgia. She'll come walking back here, and she's fucking as she tall. She won't remember. She's me. as tall as Leanne. No, she probably not. Isla will definitely not. Isla. I remember. Oblivious. I remember your wife with the kid, and you were on stage, and I'm just looking at her, going, "This ain't gonna last." <laughs> <laughs> Little did I know. <laughs> How fucking crazy is that? I can't believe. I've had kids and been in this business, married and faithful for as long as I have. Faithful, dude, and and really carved out a career. And, you know, it's very hard, man. Yeah. That 1%, again, that's what I was going to bring up before. You know, you ever see the 1% in America? That 1% is a real number. Yeah. And what I mean by that is, like, 1% of SAG actors work. 1% of stand-up comedians make a good living at it. That's really? a, that, yeah, it's a, it's a recurring number. And the, the, the other thing you got to realize as an artist, you only need 1% of America to like you. Oh, yeah. And oh. you're gold financially. See, my thing is I don't need to be the richest guy in the cemetery. I just want the most visitors. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, how much are you really going to take with you? And, and you could either be like the Backstreet Boys and make $400 million in four years or whatever it was. Yeah. Or be Zeppelin and have a body of work. You still got your money. It's just a longer period of time. All I want is. But as an artist, don't forget that, man. So when people come up to you and try- tell you to rethink your jokes or, yeah. you know what, put your head on the table. And what what happened to adults? You can't filter another adult's opinion? Yeah. Or, or are you that fragile that you can't hear something that might set you off? Or You know what I mean? Yeah. Like what the fuck happened to being a being an adult? That that's the other thing that's different. Sticks and stones will break my bones. Words will never hurt. Remember we grew up with that. Words now kill. Right. How about this one? Ask not what your country do for you. You could do for your country. Everybody. What, what can the country do? Everything's all fucked up. And, yeah. And and I think we got to get it back. I think we will. I think America and the world goes through phases, but right I think now, it's on a path. I'm not liking this bitch ass dude epidemic going on. Fucking grown men getting offended. I can't fuck with no dude that either gets offended. I can't fuck with no dude that'll like press charges. Oh, you're a bitch. Like, you know, you get in a fight. I'm I'm gonna press charges. <laughs> you fucking bitch ass back home. Why are you even out? Press charges. Oh, I'm on my second beer and I'm drunk already. <laughs> press charges is a great fucking point. I can't fuck with guys who press charges. I can't fuck with no dude that presses charges. Like, what are you doing, man? Handle it yourself. Unless yeah. you know, unless it's something like somebody breaks in. 
Oh. But I meant like, you, you ever meet those dudes that like they get in a fight and, oh. I want to press charges. You're fucking handle it. Dude, I, yeah, I did not come from the press charges group of, like, if you got hit, you got hit. Now, right, now, well, you're now, like listen. white trash, right? What's that? Aren't you like white trash? No. I fucking. Because Tampa's a sh- like, it's got some shitty parts. Man. We, we, we had, I would say. We I had, used to go to Mons Venus at 18, drive up and wear soccer shorts and get rub, rubbed out. Dude, you know how many times I've said to people, oh, fuck yeah, we used to wear umbros to fucking <laughs> Mons Venus. That place invented the lap dance and good. Oh, yeah. Oh, they would grind on your pants like they were trying to undo your zipper with their butt cheeks. They would come out. Two, this is back in the two live crew days. Get it, girl. Get, 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 get it, girl. Dude, I had. That was my grooming for strip clubs. Like, so you when. That's like saying uh, I'm going to play in the NFL. I, I learned in the NFL, and now I'm going to go play NAIA. I go, to strip clubs. I go to strip clubs in New York and be like, what the fuck yeah, is this? this is nothing. I go to in L.A., and I'd be like, are you fucking kidding me? I was like, let's go into the barrio where they really give fucking lap dances. Did you ever see the girl, the girl at Mons Venus that would give change? No. You never seen the Four Quarters girl? No. Who's that? I mean, it was an ongoing trick. Yeah. But she would be like, uh, you know, they, they would say, ask her, if, do you have change for a dollar? No. And if you gave her a dollar, she'd fucking push out four quarters. <laughs> well, I knew. So Joe Redner owned Mons Venus. I knew Joey. I know him now. Is that I, his son? Yeah. Joe, I know. I know him now. Um, what a great person to know. Yeah. He was. Well, you know, I mean, we went to one time. I knew a guy named Drew who was really good friends with Joey. And this guy, Boomer, is really good friends with Joey. And we all kind of grew up in Carrollwood together, Hillsborough, Carrollwood. So I remember one time Joe Redner had a house on the Hillsborough River, and we were at my buddy Sal's, and we took our boat up, and we saw it. We got out. It's Joe Redner's house. We're like, holy shit, we're at a Mons Venus party. It was fuck. We were in high school, and we're like, oh, my, this is fucking amazing. Dude, what, one of the cr- did you ever go to the bartender's convention in the Keys? No. Oh, it was amazing. A friend of mine used to be a personal bodyguard. Uh, for a dude that had a lot of cash. I'll tell you who he is off thing. Yeah. So it was me, my buddy who worked who worked for him, my other friend, and then another friend. You, you met one of them. Yeah. So it was four of us, and we're, and, and, and we're on this guy's yacht, okay? It's four dudes, and the owner, so it's five dudes. Yeah. And about 20... Strippers, and all you can eat shrimp and fucking raw bar, and we were pu- pushed off down the keys. We were right off the coast. He had jet skis. I- I'm 21. How dude. did you guys meet this guy? Uh, my friend was his bodyguard. Oh man! And then another friend of mine was, you know, juiced up with him. So you know, they they were all, you know, so we were all hanging out. And I remember thinking. You know, I'm 21. I'm like, how, how am I going to trump this in life? How do I get this to become my Thursday? And you want to hear something corny? Yeah. I trumped it when I got married. Really? Yeah. Like, getting married was like, I loved it. How long have you been married? Uh, we, well, we've been together six years, but three. Yeah? Been married three. But, you know, it was, it was really all that crazy shit that I did, man. Maybe it comes with age. Well, you, I mean... I would I would venture to say your wildness, your your sexcapades through life probably trump the fucking vast majority of men. I think it's on par with a bunch mm, of other dudes. I don't think so. It's not that bad. Well, uh, I mean, I remember you. I remember, yeah. I mean, 
mean, look, you're young, you're single. What you know what I mean? It, it, and you're on stage. It's not. It's not. But you were on stage, and you had fucking amazing game after the stage was over. I don't know if I've ever had game, man. Oh, you fucking kidding? Better than mine. Yeah, but there. <laughs> mine was fucking ridiculous. Fucking Steve Burns was weak. Fucking you. Can I give you my Guido friends line? Yeah. Well, I have a friend of mine, a very, very attractive dude. And he goes, I don't need, my game is in my face. <laughs> Isn't that the greatest line you've ever heard? My game is in my face. My game is in my face. <laughs> my game was not in my face. My game was in my giggle. We, well, that one night, we didn't, I wasn't chasing ass that, that we, me and you were fucking, and then we were singing karaoke. You know what song reminds me of you? What? She's, uh, don't fall in love. <laughs> and we were singing that, you know, she's, she's a, one in a million, million girls. One in a million girls. That we were at the oh, roast. Yes. But the Irish guy, this is what I meant to tell you. Those Irish dudes, the ones that ran that bar that was yeah. across from the Tropicana. Those motherfuckers, man. Do you remember when, when we walked up and I had the Italia shirt on? I think it was the World Cup at the time. Yeah. And... And he goes, you know, come in here with that shirt. <laughs> then he goes here, and he put the Molotov cocktail. Remember, he lit the fucking the, yeah. <laughs> the fucking uh, the bottle of vodka it. with the. And then we were doing shots with the, me and Bert were doing shit. Now, first of all, if you know Bert, oh, that's the last time I saw you when when we were drinking Heineken's. Oh, that was Christmas. That was Christmas. Was that's that the last time we were drinking Heineken's on Paul and Young Ron? We got yeah, Heineken. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, on air. As you guys know, Bert can drink. Okay, <laughs> a lot. I can't. I'm two beers in, and I'm fucking drunk right now. A beer and a half. Yeah. Um, I've never seen anybody go shot for shot with Bert, and that was that night. We were out all night. Yeah. This motherfucker, the guy that with the one finger. Remember, he was missing the fingers. Yeah. He buried you. Oh fuck yeah! He buried you, bro. Those were those guys were fucking. They were legit. Do you remember the J? Because I'm I'm kind of reminding you, so I don't. Yeah. There was J. Because see, here's the thing. For those of you who don't know, Irish Catholics drink Jameson. Irish Protestants drink Bushmills. Yep. This is an Irish Catholic bar, and this is the other thing I don't like about LA. There's no real. There's no real like white ethnicity out here. Yeah. There's no Irish neighborhoods, Italian neighborhoods. You know what I mean? There's no cultural. There's no. Um, uh, you got Mexican, black, and Armenian, Persians, yeah. and Russians, maybe, and Orthodox Ru- yeah. Jews. That's about it. And then you have, like, what would be just white people. Yeah, regular white people. People live in the valley. So these guys, this guy came in. I don't know if you were there this night because I was with Reuben Paul, and Reuben wasn't with us the weekend we weren't. No. Um, and these guys came in. They asked for Bushmills, and they were Irish. And he's like, this isn't a fucking – this is a, this is a, a Jameson bar. Yeah. You have to go somewhere else, you know, and they almost got in a fight over because they were Protestant Irish. That, uh, that shit, like I remember telling someone, someone was saying, yeah, my mom had a hard time marrying my dad because he was Protestant. And I was like, that shit just disappeared. Yeah, you can't. That just disappeared. Well, my grandparents, my dad's side of the family had a problem with my mom being Italian and Catholic. Your dad wasn't Italian? No. What was your dad? German, Native American, and English. Really? Yeah. Where's your dad now? Dead. When did he die? Uh, when I was 10. Really? Yeah. Took his life. Oh, that's right. And then, um, but when I was a kid, I, I mean, I kind of knew my grandparents, but I kind of didn't. Yeah. And I got to know more when we moved back to Jersey. 
which I was thankful for that. But I didn't know how much Native American I was. Like, I got a lot of Native American in me. Like, I might be able to claim some taxes. Really? Yeah. That was, I, I was raised by my mom's family mostly. That was the yeah. yeah that was uh, that was the shit when you go down to South Florida and those and the Seminoles get two hundred twenty five thousand dollars a year. What the fuck? Fuck. But you got. I got to figure it out. Like, here's the thing, though. I, I want to spit in the cup and do a DNA to see what my percentage is. Yeah. Why not? But I don't want to be on the grid like that. You know. Oh, you think they got your DNA once you do that? Yeah. Like, what if somebody, like, what if some sick fuck works there? My, my friend point, point, made this point, too. And, like, he wants to kill somebody, and then he throws your spit in the room. And now, and now oh, you're charged with the That's not a bad DNA. idea. I never thought of it that way. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And now, and now, like, the government has your DNA. Oh, yeah. That's fucking crazy. You know, there's a comic, Steve Hughes, in, uh, who's Australian, who lives in England. And he just refused to get an email address. He refused any of it. He was like, the second you do it, you're on the grid. Absolutely. And he's like, I'm not going to be on the fucking grid. And I was like, well, adversely, we can't comment, uh, talk to each other now because you live in fucking England. And I guess you're not on Facebook. You're not on email. Like, And he's like, you email my girlfriend. So you'd have to email his girlfriend to talk to him. And then he'd reply through her email address. You're my, like, f- my friend did a lot of time in jail. Yeah. Right. And I, I only get updates. Like he gets He's not on Facebook. But he hits me up through like girls he's clipping. Like like if he fucks a girl, through girls he's clipping. Yeah, but like say he clips a girl. There's there's phrases you have that I that I hear. Well, I got that. Well, I got that really from Mike Young because we we used to use clip as if you're clipping something, used to steal something. Clip really means to shoot to kill somebody. Yeah. And then Mike said that they clip girls, so he got that. Mike got strong from me. Uh, root for me. Root was a big one. Uh, I remember but, you were the first person I heard root from. Yeah, but I got actually from my buddy Mike Senator. Yeah, you know, and then um, root for you guys don't know is a dick. He has a dick. He's got a nice root, root on him. He's got a strong root. A it's strong a nice root. smooth root with a bulbous head, good girth. If I was Clipping if I was gay, I'd be all over that root. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a strong root on him. <laughs> oh. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. He's got a strong root it's on. Amazing it. root. Very smooth. Nice dimensions. You guys, just go online What's and just start. Just start saying, "Hey, man, just uh, just tag Tom Green. Hey, man, I heard you got a strong root. Strong root. Hashtag. <laughs> Word on the street is you got a strong Bert root. Kreischer. <laughs> hashtag Bert Kreischer. I love the Russian machine story. Is great. That's a good story. Tom, uh, you're probably sick of telling it. A little. I'm, I'm not. I'm not sick of telling it. I'm really not sick of telling it. I just don't want it. <clears throat> There's such an overthinking in this business, where you're like, like I, I, I told it. I remember I did a show with Ari up in Calgary, and they were chanting for it. They wanted me to tell it, and Ari was like, earlier he'd been like, "You're not still telling that story, are you?" And I was like, "I have a hard time not telling it." Say they, they cheer for it. They like yell it out at the end of the show and he's like no you gotta get away from that you gotta get away from that and then he saw it happen by the way why is our <laughs> that's the wrong dude to have as your fucking counselor and he, and he goes and then he saw it he, like we go to the show and I get on stage and they're all cheering for the machine story and he's like dude you gotta tell it and it's I was like, like no, it's, no it's, shit you know what I get that with that fucking roller skating bit I did I fucking I remember that bit so and, well and people are like why don't you do it anymore and you kind of feel like cause if, if anyone you, wants to hear something you have then you're excited but at the same time, but, you're but like, you I like, need to wait, grow. You didn't like the new stuff? Ah, dude, I think of that all the time. Yeah, I wor- like the I'm working stuff. on this ziplining story. Uh, that is just a true story. And I haven't. no one's ever come up and said they liked it yet. So it's not 
good, but then the things they like are I feel like is the older stuff. Mm. And you know, like I'm not someone like Burr who just throws out his hour. I don't have that luxury because I will still get 30, 50% new people seeing me every time. Do you know uh, I haven't I had to shoot my own hour? Nobody offered it to me. I think we all had to. No, not a lot of people haven't. Really? I put every dollar I own into this new special coming When's out. it come out? I don't know yet. We're still editing it. Oh, really? Yeah, actually, it's weird. My, I've never been in this area, and the editor lives right up the street from you. Really? Yeah. So wait, like, I've what, never had, I've never had an hour yet, it? man. Uh, Burbank at the Colony Theater. Really? Yeah. I think I know that place. Yeah. You happy with it? I don't know. I had to do it once because I didn't have enough money. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, but it was Super Bowl weekend, you know? I heard Callan did shot his own. I mean, I think I, I'm not crying about it. I'm just yeah. saying, like, I never had an hour yet. Well, here's the difference is that, like, I did my first one with Comedy Central. Man, I'm very grateful for it. It was, an in, it was a great experience. But, like, on my just my bullshit CD, I made myself and released myself. I still make a couple grand on sound exchange yeah. or whatever yeah. every month, every two months. I can't imagine did what ever, I... Did you ever get the notice, like, my my CD, American Comic, if you're listening, is called American Comic. Uh, I got the notice that, like, I broke the top 20 yeah. on iTunes. I'm like, oh, my God. that's And then you see how many you sold, and you're like, that's all you need? <laughs> oh, someone was like... <laughs> like, that's nothing. Remember, you don't need that many. Someone told me... Uh, I remember someone was the number one selling... Uh, song uh, com- uh d- comedy desk on itunes this is a long time ago and i won't say his name and he like was bragging i'm number one on itunes i've been number one for two weeks i knocked what's his name off the charts and i was like holy shit i said to barry what Katz, charts i go the fucking itunes charts and i said to barry Katz, i go well he did his own cd and he's now selling out and, he, and barry Katz goes he sold 780 yeah, cds it doesn't take him it doesn't take not much. a lot papa yeah. And I was like, really? He was like, trust me, ignore this guy. But that's like, I did mine. I just did my hour. Um, I just did my hour. I did it in Irvine. I'm fucking, I'm very happy with it. But I think, you know, I'm not one of those guys that can go through and fucking purge the whole hour and just go, I'm starting new. I don't have that fan base, you know? Um, But I don't, I don't know, man. I, I mean, I, I do probably... I probably do 65% new stuff on a show, mm-hmm. and then the machine's going to be 25% because that's a, a fucking 15-minute story. So, And then I do some – I sprinkle in. Like if, if a new thing didn't work, I sprinkle in something old to bring the crowd back up because I do believe they paid for a show. You know? Well, I, yeah, I never dial it in. Yeah, I care about my audience. I'm not going to cater to them, but I care about them. You know what I mean? I probably like, cater to them more than I, I – I care about them, but I definitely – I I'm definitely o- make sure I'm that okay they walk with, away. Like, like, you know, if you really want to, you really want to see how crazy people are, do a little social experiment. Say you're for Hillary. Put on anti-Trump ads and watch how crazy the pro-Hillary people are. And if you're for Trump, put on uh, or or uh, what was I saying? If you're for Hillary, put on. Oh, yeah. If you're for Trump, put on the anti-Hillary ads, like Hillary stuff, on your Facebook page. Yeah. And watch how fucking crazy. The pro-Trump people are. Oh, I don't cater them to them in that way. No, like I have no problems with people going. I don't. I don't agree with what you said, and I don't like you. Oh yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't have a problem with that. I, my problem booze. is my problem is uh, is 
Like I, what I meant is I, I what what I I won't cater like I'm still going to say what I want to say, but I'm what I meant to say was uh, agreeing with you. Yeah, I'm always giving a hundred percent. I'll never dial it in. Yeah, I have a hard time with. If people pay twenty dollars a ticket, sometimes twenty five, their bill's going to be at least sixty seventy. Yeah. So you're looking at a guy that dropped a hundred something dollars on a uh, you know at least minimum for two people. We're we're we're, yeah. we're speaking low here. Yeah, very. And you're going to go up there and read from a fucking notebook? You're going to be monotone? You want to you want you want to bring a show and Bert, that's the other thing. I, I put you up there even cuz you know, even with Delia where it's a performance. You yeah. go when you go to your show, it's not like what you said earlier to call back the guy. You're like you can't listen to this for an hour. Yeah. You're going to it's redundant. You you can watch your show and it's a fucking it's like a it really is, man. It's 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 a. Uh, you're my uncle's favorite comic, dude. I fucking you know. And he I've told said, me that in my face. You, <laughs> he told you that in your face. Well, because when he came down, he was so nervous I was gonna suck that he sent people down to see me. Really? Because he had never seen me. This was back when we were doing it when, when God, I was yeah, in Jersey. Yeah, yeah. And then when he finally came down, and then, uh, and he's been following your career. He's like. I love this guy. I love oh, him. I the, he loved I, your sweater. You had the sweater vest on. Yeah. <laughs> God and you took it. it off. The uh, Well, you know I think you're fucking genius. I mean, I... I'd, right, let's not make this a scene in Boogie Nights when the two girls are in the bedroom doing coke. He's, talking he's, about how say awesome... Say you're my mom. Say yeah. you're my mom. Are you my mom? <laughs> say my dad. I'm your mom. Call me my dad. He's dead. Yeah. Let's not get everyone out of this Take bed. A, <laughs> say you're my dad. <laughs> what, uh... Yeah, I think... I think with with stand up like I like Seguro loses his entire hour the second he gets it and Joe does that and I think that's great I think if you have a built in fan base from you know Seguro's special um, last two specials have done so well that he's getting you know fans that saw the old stuff they don't want to see it again I don't I haven't put my special out so I I don't really need to get rid of the everything the only time yet. you burn it well here's the other thing too like. Because I'm still at a level where we're, we're still a we're, we're A-list headliners, but we're not theater level. We're not, we're not we're Sebastian, not Russell yeah. Peters. You know, we're not yeah. selling out fucking 7,000 seats Yeah, to even, you know, even more. Some some people like Burr and. And sometimes people come to your show and they're they're like, I know this guy from somewhere. If you throw in a couple of the bits that you did before, then they're like, holy shit, that's the guy that does the roller skating. That's the guy that does the, the yeah. strawberry lemonade. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's the guy that does the fighting with black guys. It, the yeah. bit reminds him of of who you are. The yeah, and and I feel like I feel like in part sometimes like I had a girl come up to me this last weekend and she goes, "That's so funny. I've heard the machine story. I didn't know that was you." That's what I mean. In my head, I'm like, I'm like, oh. Do you well, sell Do you sell T-shirts with machine on it and shit? I sell T-shirts. I sell. See, that's the only thing that sucks, man. Like I have a new T-shirt that I'm doing with my new bit. Yeah. I, but like I used to do fuck Tony t-shirts and i had it closed with that roller skating bit Fuck and that's like one of the first jokes i ever wrote man yeah you know it went viral it you know yeah and that song and it and it's almost like i don't ever want to do it but i used to sell t-shirts and if so i wanted to make to. some side merch oh dude i said i said this myself the other day i was like if i want to stop telling the machine on stage stop bringing the shirts stop bringing the shirts because if i don't have the shirts i won't tell the bit come up with a new shirt and you, and you don't have to do the bit anymore yeah and, and i think nowadays shirts are more um like someone was telling me hey man you should just tell tour posters I go, what he's like next time you book out your next tour well see shirts that work or some of those comics that have 
The fighter and the kid seem to have shirts dialed in. Yeah. Like podcast shirts work. How handsome is Brian Callen? He's a, he's a strong. Strong root. Strong root on Brian. Yeah, I bet he's got a very strong root. Bra- Brandon's very attractive as well. The uh, <laughs> Dude, when I did Brian's podcast, he did 20 minutes of just complimenting me. And, that, and him, but putting himself. Tell me that's not what. What are you doing? Are you picking, picking fucking hair picking out of your ear? Out of my ear. I'm trying to cut a hair that's. Tell hard me. To fit. Tell me that's not. What, he's one of the most original comics. Who? Callen. Brian Callen. Yeah. I haven't seen him work in a while. The last time I saw him <laughs> His work, whole act is how good looking he is. <laughs> And how and how how awesome he is! It's fucking hilarious. He makes me giggle just like all the stuff they put online, like the fact like they really have dialed it in, man. I'm really like you got to do my podcast. It's called You're on the List. Let's do it. Let's do right now. All we do is we list top ten things. Okay. Top ten comics working, and you can't. Th- I won't throw you in there. You just because okay. we're here. Okay. Outside of us, even though I don't agree with us, I'm just saying. Because, you know, you might – I don't want to jerk each other off. Yeah. Top 10 working. Okay. Working? I'm going to say Rogan Burr, uh, Segura, um, Ari Joey, Sebastian. I, guess, I mean, I guess you got to say – I mean, like people I – mean, these are people I'd pay to go see money to see. Attell, Big J, Big J's a beast, dude. It's about time I know I'm leaving people out, but uh, it's all right. I go. I pay to see Delia. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'd like to see him. I'd like to see him in the theater. I'd like to see him work. And people then- don't realize how hard that kid works. I'll tell you something with with Chris. Uh, we just did the the Pittsburgh show. You know, at the theater that they do once a year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was me, Roy Wood, Jimmy Schubert, and Dalia closed it out. And he followed. That's a tough. That's a tough lineup and, to follow. And, and not even that. We did an hour before, and he did forty minutes. We were doing twenty minutes apiece. That's a tough. And that kid can bring it, man. And a lot of people shit on him because, you know, because he's he's more uh, he's good looking. Yeah, he's animated. He's kind of, you know, I, I mean, look, I, 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 I love how I love how comics were trying to talk about his dad. Uh, and you know, because yeah, because if you don't know his dad, it was is very. It, I've done projects with his father. Yeah, very well it, it, juice into Hollywood, but in dramas, it has nothing to do with comedy. No, and and the thing I'm saying is, is that the kid is a fucking beast on stage. He he put in his work, man. He never his dad had nothing to do with where he's at. Yeah, you know what I mean. And he he he's got no fear. He'll close any show. Yeah. He don't give a fuck. No, he, I, I you know. Um, I'm glad you said that, man. Yeah, well, yeah. I, I the only the only my only criticism of Chris has ever been, and it's just the fact that like one day I looked at him and I was like, how does he fucking look so cool? I'm sitting here in dad jeans and some fucking bullshit shirt. Yeah, but you don't like, take I care of yourself. Be, no, <laughs> I don't take care of myself at all. Like that's like I wish I could fucking know. Like I, I follow him on Instagram or on uh, on Snapchat. Like he posted these new shoes. It's like I honestly feel like the kid in school who's looking at the cool kid going, "Where do you even? What mall does he shop at?" Like you know, like I literally, hey, I, 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 asked, but I like him a lot. You're, I, you're hilarious. I asked him. I said, "Dude, I, I take." I go, "I don't know what kind of jeans." Well, I don't know. Like I, but then I realized we're in our forties. All right, let me tell you something. This is I've said this before. I think 
I think it's gotten back to Chris, and I think he thinks I talk shit about him. I do not, but I've definitely, I've definitely never, you know, I'm whatever. I'm, I'm pretty honest about whatever I probably said. He was standing at the store one night. He had pants that looked like they were from the set of a science fiction movie. Yeah, like, like, I don't know what pants they were. I've never seen this cut of pants. It was like tight around his calves, but really loose like in his the, ass. Yeah, I know. He had like a long a shirt that was longer than it should have been with rips where they needed well, to be. That's what the kids are wearing. He had he had he had uh the fucking shoes that are like Yeezys or whatever. His hair is they look perfect. like boots. His car. I only know this because I'm like I'm like looking at cars at the time. But I looked at his car and I was like, I think that's a hundred twenty thousand dollar car. And he had a dime on his fucking shoulder. A girl that I thought to myself, and he was just texting. And I thought, if I had all this shit, I'd be dancing. I'd be fucking dancing with a fucking dot. Like God this bless girl was kid. hotter than any girl I jerked off to. And I just was like, and then I, and then he's going to do a set. And in my head, I was like, where's this? Like, what the fuck? Like, and then I go, I look at my life. I'm sitting there in dad jeans. I'm sweating. I'm yeah, having vodka just, soda. I'll be honest with you, though. You're one of those guys. Are you one of those dudes that looks like a dick without facial hair? Yes. You look like a fucking. If I, I could not like, do. You, you ever see that guy? You're like, who is that? I, I could not do his facial hair, the cool facial hair that looks like he. The like scruff he just grew in. Oh, yeah. I've got to, like, grow my shit he's out to long, cover my double mane. chin. Great, great head of hair. Oh, strong root. F- oh, you know he's got a fucking hog. You know he's got a hog, and and it's like, and then, and then you're like, uh, I just look at him. I'm like, in my head, I'm like, like I, I, and it's like you drive home, and then you just come to your fucking shit house. My my ha- like Dude, my kids. Like, no, but you know, but no, but no, but no, but no. This is where your brain works. This isn't real. But this I is know, how your brain I can, Dude, can I fucking whittle it down. You're like, we're doing a fucking renovation. We're all living in two rooms. Listen, we're fucking, you know. My wife's fucking gorgeous, but as a dude. And by the way, anything I just said about Crystalia is not meant negative towards Crystalia. I'm that. not. Don't I know, worry no, about but it. you know, people hear these and they and I. No, nah, no, nah, you know what you said. You know what you did. I know what I said. You know what you did. Like I just would like. I remember I used to look. No, but I'm at, saying like, even if you have a hot wife, you're still going to fantasize about a week six I every now and then. I think I think everything about is, a. T- a fucking, a fucking week six in yoga pants a drop off. I did that today. Although I said I said to my friend the other day today I go it was first day of school I go man the kindergarten moms look hot as shit this year. Absolutely, He's like, I know, right? But uh, but yeah, I think I've looked at like other comics where I go, like I don't know. I think that's part of being a comic also is being very self aware and not just being oblivious and being like I'm the best. I'm not the best, and I know that. And I there's and no I, such thing. Yeah. All right, who's the best rock band ever live? You can't. Comedy's the same way. The comedy table's well, the infinite. Infinite. Yeah. There's not a limited number of seats. You understand? No, there's well, not. And I don't and, think... And, and every, everybody, if you're good enough, you can pull up to the table and you can eat, man. And that's all it is. You, you know, if you're having a dinner and everybody brings fucking chicken, it's a shitty dinner. Yeah. You have to bring what you bring to the table. Just as long as you're... Yeah, my thing is this. As long as you're keeping it honest, okay? Yeah. And by that I mean you're not stealing jokes. And honestly, if, if very... I find out if I find out someone stole jokes, they're dead to me. Yeah, no, it's like, horrible. I go, I go, hey man, you just broke my cardinal rule. Like that is, I look at that as. But you know a body of work too. Like some, like you could see sometimes where somebody may have a similar joke. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, look, I, I. But I'm saying it's, like it's, there, it's... there's there's a uh, there's a. You could tell by a comic's body of work. I can tell because I go, no, I know that I know the way this guy writes. I know that like there's like like some of the things with 
Mencia, I, mean, like, I never found him to be a very strong joke writer personally. Like I never saw him to be like a. So I'm some, saying, like, some you of watch his a comic, you're like, wow, his whole set's original thought, except this bit is kind of close to somebody else. Yeah, you'd be like, all right, that guy doesn't. But you know, if the whole if there's the bits, every bit is close to something, and then there's one original thought. You're like, this guy's something's yeah. going on. He's cutting corners. If if yeah, if everything's close to something, and then all of a sudden he's got a murderous bit, and you're like, mm, well, where did that come from? My top five. Okay. Burr. Yeah. Rogan. Yeah. Sebastian. Yep. Um, you know, you know, uh, I don't know. You know, it was phenomenal. I put top 10 Dove David off. Oh, Dove's fun as fuck to watch. Dude, that motherfucker's He's smart. an original writer. Absolutely. He's fucking Dove amazing. Dove's the same as Dalia, though. I'd hang out with him and I'd be like, how are you so fucking cool? Like, what the fuck? Like, Dove would just be like... Fucking badass clothes you know and can I fucking tell you, can I tell walking you around with cool? some modely meta. Can I tell you why they're cool? Yeah, because they're not watching other dudes going. What? Why? Why is that guy yeah. cool? <laughs> That's why I'm a fucking nerd. Like I used to look at Dove and go, like he'd walk up when I worked in New York and he fir- when I first met him. We were both working in New York, and he'd just roll up and he'd be like, so like. Yeah, I went to boxing class today. I went out to my fucking junkyard. He had an interesting David. life. He's fucking fascinating. Yeah, he's got a great fascinating life. guy. I fucking Dove is one. Dove may has made me laugh personally, not on stage. Yeah, personally, hanging out is harder good. than some of the fucking anyone nah, has man, ever I'll made tell me you, laugh. Man, my crew, my my crew guys that I'm friends with, I'm very proud of. Yeah, and none of my none of my friends are bitch dudes either. You know, like no, no they one's don't talk out of both sides of their mouth and. Nobody's analyzing somebody going, well, you know what? I always, this is a, whenever you meet somebody that tells you why they're not where they're at or, you know, why somebody is where they're at. Yeah. It's always a red flag. Because first of all, you're not a smart guy. If you're telling me why you're not where you're at and you're not doing anything about it. Yeah. Now look, I mean, look, there is a lot of luck and chance in this business, but you know, it is what it is. There's a lot of luck, but there's a lot of just talent speaks for talent. Yeah, I mean, look, I've never, like you guys were saying why I'm not as big as I, I don't fucking know. Uh, I mean, I'll say this, I've had seven pilots and none of them went. Maybe that has something to do with it. I, I, sh- I suck at social media. I suck, um, I suck at social media. You know, who knows? I, but I, I, I don't, I don't know. But I wouldn't fucking, I'm not going to, I don't know why. Maybe that's why. I want to see, where's Dove these days? Dove's in New York. Is he in New York? Yeah, he's in New York. Is he still touring? He's still working, yeah, man. He's on a show, uh, one of the cop shows now. Is he really? Let me text him. I don't know the name of it. I don't even watch TV, dude. I watch in the Dove's night of. Dove's one of the fucking... I'm watching I'm, the I night of. Thought about, I haven't ta- thought about Dove in a long time. He's one of the coolest fucking guys ever. If you guys don't know Dove David off, I can't imagine you don't. I'm going to call him, see if he'll pick up. We'll put him on speaker. Hey, it's Dove. Dove, Dove and I were in Amsterdam together. <laughs> How was that? Oh. Well, let's see if we can get this. Can they hear it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is it on speaker? No, I, uh, yeah. Put on speaker. You know, he's got all those sayings tatted all over him. Hey, it's Dove. Leave a message. At the tone, please record your message. <laughs> when you Dove, leave a message. You may hang up or press one for more options. Hey, Dove, it's uh, Brett. I'm with Burt Kreischer on a uh, podcast right now. We were just calling. We're both feeling a little under the weather, and we wanted to be inspired by one of those motivational sayings you've got tattooed on your chest. 
Anyways, <laughs> call me back, man. Hey, what? what we, I'm going to text you. What show are you on? Like we, we're, we're talking about you on a podcast right now. Later. He'll get back to me in two days. He, uh, I got to go pick up T-shirts. I got to go. Yeah, I got to go do. Uh, I'm doing Joe Coy's podcast. And uh, in fucking 30 minutes. Um, well, my new T-shirts that you want to hear, they say hipsters ruin bad neighborhoods. You like that? There's ruined bad neighborhoods. I like that. I like it. Yeah. And you should make it in the fucking thick cotton ones that only <laughs> only we still wear. Fuck. With the fucking baggy sleeves. I'm going to lose weight and just get ripped. You look be- great, get- man. The beard, though. The beard the threw me off a little. The beard. Like, should you should up. be chopping wood for that fucking beard. It's a fucking aggressive beard. Um. So what do you got to promote? What's your podcast? Top. It's 10? called You're On The List. You're On The List. Uh, when hashtag you Yodel. I'll do it at the comedy store. Yeah. Um, this weekend I'm in Philly. I'm at the uh, new punchline. Punch yeah, how's that? Have you? You haven't been to the club it's yet? It's new. It's my first time. In. It's gonna be a fucking blast. I hope so, man. I want to. You know, I, I hope. I hope I can. Uh, you know, you doing Preston and Steve? Yeah, yeah. I'm doing Preston and Steve. I got a couple of the press lined up. Um, well, I'm, I'm releasing sh- this today. I'm sure I'll, I'll tweet about it. So everyone, go late. out to go out in Philly. I'm telling you, everyone just yell. Fuck Tony. No, no, no. Fuck Don't do Tony. that. Tony. <laughs> I'm not doing that bit. That would murder in Philly, though. Yeah. Murder. Maybe I'll do it. Maybe I'll do it. Murder. Did you just drop I just ass? I fart. Um, Good man. And so uh, what's your website? It's Brett Ernst, B-R-E-T, Brett with one T, Ernst, E-R-N-S-T dot com. But hit me up on uh, Instagram. and I don't really have, do you have you? a lot of Instagram followers? Like, I know. I have 3,000. Oh no, I have more than that, but not. But I have I, like twenty thousand Twitter. I'm, I've just been Instagramming this uh, this remodel, so that's why. So I like every day I'll go out and do like an update. That seems interesting. Well, it's, it's more interesting than me. <laughs> Fucking hey, here goes with the hey guys. Here's the, <laughs> here's a construction guy got, eating. Guys, a this sandwich. is what we got going on. Well, we've just laid the fa- we just laid the foundation. Laid the, I've done that. We laid the foundation. Breaking ground. Stay tuned, guys. They just put in the in the footers. <laughs> We're waiting for them Ooh. to put uh, frame it out. Do you think this two by four is stable? Tweet your answers. <laughs> the inspector just came by. <laughs> Fucking kill yourself. That's horrible. Yeah, and so uh, we got that, and then. Uh, and then you do do you fuck around with Twitter much? Yeah, I'm on Twitter more, but I, I just hired these girls to help me um, with promoting. They actually reached out. They really? did, they said the same thing. They're like, why why aren't you bigger than you should be? And then I'm like, well. And then as they're going through my social media, they're like, oh, this make this is why Wait, you posted You've had another, four tweets in another ten years. Screen grab about the Cowboys. <laughs> oh Jesus! I, she's like, you posted because this is what's great. They asked me. They asked me. They go, what you know? What political party are you with? I'm like, what's it matter? You know, I get, well, because you're, you're tweeting anti-Trump and you're tweeting anti-Hillary. You're on both so sides you, of the face. <laughs> you're you think, alienating everybody. You're alienating everybody. You've had 20 dislikes. This No Lives Matter <laughs> hashtag is really it's applying really. to everybody. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this makes sense. You've had four Instagram posts. Oh. So I'm trying to build it up, man. Oh, you know, I tell you what I want to do. I want, I, I, you know, what I'm. Somebody told me about this Facebook Live, and that's something I can get into because yeah. I think it has some. Have value. you done it yet? No. Give me your phone. But I will. How does it work? Give me your phone. Does it? Uh, I, I just downloaded the app. Facebook, right. man. It's a dark blue Facebook. Okay. And then. 
So what I'm thinking is this adds some value to stuff because uh, super easy. Yeah. So this shit. Now is this going to go to my fan page or my regular this page? Your, this goes to your fan page. How do you know? Because uh, because they're because both you, you administered. Have, yeah. British right, so go ahead now. Um, now live with. Now this will be uh, archived, right? Yep. So if you guys want, it's BrettErnstComedy.com, Brett with one T, E-R-N-S-T. Like Ernst and Young. I can't can't spell. I could never spell your last name. And then. We're in the man cave. This is a strong man cave. So we're going live in three, two, one. Now we're live. Now we're live. And so you you can watch people build. I now what I happened? Had, I wish I had one of my um There's Bert. Look things. at Oh shit, I just shut it off. Now now does that mean it fucked up? So what happened? This is why you don't belong online. You just fucking turned it off. How the <laughs> fuck did you You just within a matter of seconds. Wait, can you refresh hold on, it? Let's hold see, on. Let's it's going that. turn it around. Okay, I don't know what I'm doing. Hold on. One viewer. <laughs> you are fucking hilarious. <laughs> That is so funny. Within a matter of seconds, <laughs> you just go, oh, shit, see? I turned it off. Wait, it says you're live building an audience for Do you, you. Does it see you? Or is it still screen Oh, wait, we're going box? back. Live, seven seconds. Two, one. I think we're back. Oh, no, we had no. two people. Three. So what happened? How come it won't you come fucking, back on? You are fucking... Guys, follow him. <laughs> go Here. back. Go back. We got to do it again. Go to finish. All right. All right. Wait. Finish it. We got to do this again. Ending live video. That's hilarious. So that's God. just archived? I, I, yeah, I don't know what it archived. Hang on one second. No, that's good. Let's see. We're back. This <laughs> fucking idiot. See? Okay. All right, here we go. Three, two, one. Try not to turn it off. Okay, now we're back. I already shut okay, it off. Okay, let's see. And we'll call out your names as you come on. So this is how this works. Well, they ain't going to know because no, this isn't no, live. they're live right here. Oh, so can hey they guys, hear us? Hey, guys. It's Bert Kreischer, Brett Ernst. We're live right now. And if you come in the room, we're going to call your name out, and you can hear it on my podcast. It's getting released tonight, BertCast.com. Go to the BertCast on iTunes. Nobody's, nobody's coming on. Nobody's coming Nobody on. One person, one person. Oh, wait. Where's one, one person? person? Who's it? it, it their uh, two name will, people, their name three. Will show up. Look, uh, Bert's teaching me how to do this because I'm not that That bright. first one was an example of why Bert doesn't belong on fucking social media. Who's, so we have comment, two, guys. Say a comment so we can... He's trying to teach me this, so... Insult me. That's a horrible idea. Why? I like that. Oh, no. Oh, my God. I did that one time. I was like, hey, guys, find my weakness and try to point it out, and I'll, 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 I'll uh, deflect. Next thing you know, you're in the corner next crying. You know, oh, wait. Crying. Here's a heart. Steve Oh, Simone. listen, really quick. I want to announce this, too. Ah, oh, okay. We got to reconnect. Oh, it's poor wireless. No, the Steve Simone. Karen Crockett. Hi from Ohio. Hi, Karen. So how do I tell her hi? Am I <laughs> doing it now? She, you're talking to her. Oh, okay. She can watch your video. <laughs> you are fucking I'm like hilarious. My fucking, I'm like my grandma. How can I tell her hi? How do I write back hi? Hi, Karen. Yeah. This, hey, by the way, is the, one of the funnier podcast bits I've ever done is you figuring is out the Dean, internet. Uh, Dean Lindsay. Guy. Hey, oh, that's Sean. Hey, Chris. Cowboys are looking good this year. See? I'm getting old. Do you ever see yourself? Look how old I'm looking. Look how now. fucking I gotta trim my beard up. I got a meeting today. Really? Alright, we gotta wrap this up. I gotta go. Oh, to the somebody Joe call Boy's me house. a dork. Thank you, Carrie. Karen. It's Bert. So up, listen guys? to this podcast. It'll be live. I mean, he's gonna re- uh, you're gonna post gonna it. Release tonight? it tonight at six o'clock. Yeah. And uh he's gonna release it tonight at six o'clock. 
and you'll figure out why what's this up, is Jeff going Edmonds? on. Jeff, what's up? Um, Jeff yeah. Edmonds, uh, uh, I went to high school with him. What's up, buddy? Dolphins look good. <laughs> um, they can see your face. I know. Oh, okay. really? <laughs> <laughs> All right, listen, we got to go. If you're, if you're in Philly, uh, I'm going to see you. Uh, Carrie, I'll see you in Syracuse. Oh, wow, look at this. I'll see you in Syracuse New Year's Eve. I'm in Syracuse. So, yeah, just plug this up Somebody, once, Brad, once thank a week you. and go live and you'll build. Favorite. You'll get bigger and bigger audiences. All right, and I'm in Philadelphia this weekend, too, by the way, at the, uh, at the punchline. Come through. All right. All right, love you guys. Got to go. Perfect. Right. Brett, I appreciate you doing man. this, man. This was a fucking blast. Um, Philly this weekend. Find him on Facebook. You just heard You're him. You're going to edit this, right? Was this a good one? No, I'm going to fucking edit. I'm going to post it up, except for the guy guy's name I said. Well, cut cut out the some of the bullshit. I don't think this was good. Don't worry. It was fucking perfect. Yeah. I love you, brother. All right, Thank love you, you too. Later.